Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the treacherous waters of Dungeons and Dragons. I'm joined. I'm your host and Jess. <laughs> I'm Everybody rub their mouth and put Jason <laughs> <laughs> It's how I roll now. <laughs> I am your host and dungeon master, Jason Phelps. I'm just going to spit dice out. And I'm joined as ever <laughs> by Robbie Dicetooth Bellico. <laughs> Samuel Dreidel Nose Burns <laughs> and Ellie Roulette Ring Sparrow. Um, Those weren't the three I had planned today. Ring. Roulette so we've ring. got two. Roulette Ring. What was your nose? Nose. An and... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Robbie, a strong implication there. Just roulette. make the noise every time you roll, they'll never know. <laughs> I'm spit dice on people. It's like... Around <laughs> 20. If you choke, I'm not taking you to hospital because it's your own fucking fault. <laughs> I'm going to watch you die and laugh at how stupid you are. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Happy end of year one. Hey! We've been doing this for a year. Yeah. Hey. Technically, it's not actually been like a... It doesn't count as a full year until episode 53 because that's like released at the start of the year. But this is the Happy end year. of the year. So <laughs> Happy New Year. Yeah, well, we finished this one. It's the Ooh. end of the mm. year. Yeah. Well, that's the start of the next year. We will have, yeah. done, a, we will have done a year of this somehow. Yeah. Um, thank you for caring. Yeah. Like, yeah. in all seriousness, because I don't know if we would have got this far. Um... Yeah, quite frankly, if, if people weren't listening at all, we'd have just stopped recording and kept playing. Yeah, yeah. We, no, yeah we would but... still be playing. Oh, God, yeah. Just... But yeah, no, seriously. It wouldn't be what it is. Thank you for listening. Thank you for playing, and farewell from all of us. No! Very short episode. <laughs> Three minutes. <laughs> no, but what were you saying uh, just before we started, that, like, 80% of podcasts don't get this I can't far. remember the exact stat, but mm. like a hell of a lot quit in six months. Mm. Like, for whatever reason. Which is like, yeah, fine, by the way. No fine. judgment if you started a podcast and quit, quit after six months, yeah. but we're but, we're pretty proud that we're here. Yeah. 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 One of the it's reasons, exciting. like, the biggest reason we haven't is you guys. Yeah. yeah. So Absolutely. Thank you. Fucking excellent with all of your art and songs and... Just, just being there, just, yeah. just listening. listening. Even if you don't engage in the community in the slightest, thank you for yeah. Yeah. listening. If you've never tweeted us, thank you. Yeah, and we yeah. really, really appreciate you being here. We love you very, very much. Thank you. We're very excited. We've got fizz for the break and everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'd also like to thank you personally, Gerald. You know why. Oh, if there is a listener called Gerald, I know I said it doesn't matter if you don't tweet us, but Gerald, please tweet us. It would be, be so genius if that happens. I would fucking love it. Um, In which case, thank you, Gerald, for doing that. But so, yeah. I mean, there's probably a listener called Gerald at some point. I mean, if there's one called Jeffrey, please let me know. <laughs> oh, if there's Jeffrey. Well, I mean, sooner or later, let's be real, there's going to be one called Jimothy. Is that is <laughs> like one person has has <laughs> tweeted me with proof that they found someone called Jimothy once in a phone book. Mm. Okay. But yeah, it's um, Jimothy somewhere. Where earth was it? But yeah, if we're your commute or we're your walk to school or we're your day at work. Yeah. Or your co- company while you're doing housework or whatever, thank you for letting us be there with you. Yeah. We're very mm-hmm. proud to be so. And Quite yeah, so. even if you've never talked to us, we love you very, very much. Yeah. 
And speaking of people we never talk to, it's time for us to cast our minds forward (laughs) to future us and ask us, but never quite hear the response, apart from that one episode a few weeks ago, uh, Ah. uh, future us, what messages from the present? My dearest Elizabeth, I have scant minutes to pen this last farewell. Already the men from the asylum come for me. The magistrates, convinced of my madness and my guilt of the crimes I have been accused of. You will find my diary hidden under the tree where we first exchanged tokens. Whether you will find me innocent where the court is not, I know not. But if anyone might believe my tale, it may be you. It began with the death of Great Uncle Scourgewick and the bequest to me of a curious box of a twelve-sided design, each side containing an antique brass lock. No keys were included with the bequest, and while I long intended to have a locksmith see to it, I confess the contraption languished upon one of the parlour side tables as a conversation piece and a reminder of Scourgewick's infamous sense of humour. It was many months later, as I was taking tea one fateful afternoon, that the first lock opened. A sudden clacking sound disturbed me from my reading of the Times, whereupon I discovered the hasp upon one of the locks to be undone. I had not noticed the raven perched outside my window. Exactly one hour later, the second lock opened, and I realised two ravens awaited outside my window, perched upon a tree. Thereafter, each hour a lock opened and a raven perched. At first I was excited, then mystified. I called in a locksmith, then a natural philosopher, then a priest, none of whom could explain the curious happenings, beyond some sort of hidden mechanism. Yet why would the ravens come? As evening turned to night, I fancied I could hear strange whirrings within the machine, or the fluttering of feathers from the otherwise silent ravens. I tried to ask them for answers, begging, pleading, even raging and trying to chase them away with a broom. But always they came back. When the clock chimed for the fourth hour of the early morning, the last lock opened. All twelve ravens croaked, and the box finally revealed its secret. I reached out with a quivering hand, and found a single scrap of paper within, a message writ by a hand terribly akin to my own. Libris Arcana offers monthly or quarterly dice subscriptions. Head over to librisarcana.com, and for less than 12 US dollars, just under 9 quid, you'll receive a set of 7 premium dice and one randomly selected bonus die every month to sate the will of the die-hungry beast below. This month's set is Lemon Candy, a wispy yellow and white set of dice. It's Future Jason, with messages from the present. Listen up for a spot from our friends over at Infinite Deer during the break this episode. We have a very special announcement to make. We have our first ever convention appearance. We will be performing a live special at Pod UK 2020 early next year. The folks at Pod UK have very kindly invited us to be part of their lineup of guests, along with the Amelia Project and some others yet to be announced. You can catch us there at Millennium Point in Birmingham on the 1st of February 2020. We would love to see as many stowaways there as possible. We always love meeting you all. And that's it for announcements this time. Back to you, Past Jason, and a happy full year of Flintlocks and Fireballs. And a very happy full year back to you. Past future us. Past us. Past us. Wishes future you a very happy. Yes. (laughs) Flintlocks and Fireballs! (laughs) Ah, uh, Lanster. No, we did that. No, no, we, yeah. did, we did that. Yeah, That'll be and, a cute video. Yeah. Check yeah. the and, social media. Uh, <laughs> very much on that note, 
uh, I think to preserve myself from future embar- further embarrassment, I mean, that's not going to happen. Mm. Let's either way get started with flintlocks and fireballs. Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously on Flintlocks and Fireballs. The party have spent a surprisingly few number of days in the ruined city of Kion. They found a city destroyed by the Kraken, damaged, flooded with the living dead, with handfuls, small pockets of resistance fighting back being contained by a tiny contingent of soldiers insufficient to come through and cleanse the rising hordes. Amongst them, they found living dead who were smarter than others, who had begun to marshal their forces together. They found the corpse of a collector, the soon-to-be corpse of a crime lord, a hint of Scamp's past, a hint of everyone's future. That corpse rose again, was put down, and through the actions of all of the living in Kion, a miracle, for want of a better word, was wrought. Fighting together on the ruins of St. Leon's Bridge, less than... 200 living souls stood against waves upon waves of the damned. And through careful planning, the judicious application of quite a lot of magic, so much magic, (laughs) some last minute aid here and there, and some very well placed shots fireballs and sword strikes the day was saved and with a great blooming of light the relic of the cathedral of saint deborah the day orb was detonated flooding the bridge with at least allegedly the regent's light as the light clears here on the first of first shoots, 1798. There are black spots in your eyes as you are blinking back. The ringing in your ears is beginning to fade from just the wave of light and sound that came out. But as you stare around, you can see the legions of the dead either side of the uh, river. Uh, of the river. Those on the bridge are now dust. Fragments of clothing lie scattered in piles, uh, broken pieces of armour just left clattered on the ground. And 
as you look around, just a moment of attention there. As you look around, you can see here and there, more than here and there, there are also bodies. Bodies not risen, not fighting, but those who gave their lives in this fight. Of the 200 souls that came to fight this day, perhaps 130 are still standing. Better odds than you might have expected, but still losses. Perhaps a couple of... A, a couple of dozen within the ranks of the wagoners, those who fought against the Armoured Legion of the Dead, but the majority coming from the survivors of Gulltown and the those who came from the cathedral to lend their aid. You are standing on the bridge. All around there are just there is a moment of people catching their breath, trying to acknowledge what's happened before almost afraid to really cry out, people just start to laugh or cry or embrace each other. This where where before rain and dark clouds were covering everything, a hole has been opened up in the side in the sky to let the sunlight in. Well, I think that did it. That was crazy. Yeah. Leah kind of stumbles over to over to you. Parts of her clothing smeared with um, just vaguely brownish and blackish stains, although the actual pieces of undead that were on her have now evaporated away. Come here, all of you. I just. Bring you, bring you all in for a big hug. Okay, yeah. I yeah. Really, it's really awkward. It's super yeah. awkward. There's heads clacking together and everything. It's yeah, terrible. There's two tall people, a medium-sized person, and a very short person. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, like, lopsided trying to get all of you in the I'm hug. probably, like, grabbing onto your knees or your waist. Or <laughs> yeah, something like Lear's that. kind of accidentally sort of forcing you into her, into the side of her hip, causing... Right. Thank you. That's great. That is, yeah. <laughs> That worked. <laughs> that worked. I'm so tired. I know. <sighs> so many of them. Yeah. That was a lot. Well, we got them. A couple of other. Uh, you can see the two. Uh, the two priests nearby. Samwise and uh, Yasmin are both. Like they have, uh, between them, there are a few shattered pieces of glass from the remnants of the day orb, and both of them have just sort of sat back on, just like knee, knee, basically kneeling on the ground, and are just looking up at the sky in wonder. As you look round, as you follow their gaze, Celestia, and you two, Corzin, you can see within there are. Within the last fragments, just here and there, little motes of golden light that begin to, that are even now just fading away. You see, just the outline, the faintest outline or impression 
of a female-looking figure. Human, maybe, or possibly half-elven, that's hard to make out figures, wearing what appear to be long robes in a manner not unlike those depicted within the sort of children's storybook depictions of the of the regent saints hmm. who just seems to bow her head in a benevolent sort of fashion before diffusing away into the light who was that Samwise looks up that would be saint deborah our patron saint Okay. How much will I know about St. Deborah? All the religion check. Can I roll one? Yeah. Deborah's a hilarious name. I love it. Um, Twelve. A 16 from me. Uh, so, uh, St. Deborah. Uh, just going to checking my notes. I played truant from Regent School that day. <laughs> uh, you don't know a great deal about her story. Uh, uh, about her story. Um, Causing, you're you're vaguely aware that she's acknowledged as a patron saint of shipbuilders, uh, amongst others. Uh, not surprisingly, uh, favoured in a port town. Uh, you vaguely recall, actually, uh, Celestia, overhearing one of the sailors on the Regret uh, murmuring a quick prayer to uh, uh, to Saint Deborah. Apparently, there was some sort of miracle that she did involving bringing home a boatload of fish while everyone was starving and then bringing back the same boatload of fish a hundred times in a day and feeding mm. uh, and sort of feeding everyone until relief came. Oh, she's the one with all the boats and the fish and shit, isn't she? It's a slight wince from Samwise. You could say that, yes. The shipbuilding one? Yes. Yeah, and I right. sailed on a regret prayed to her once. He nods. Well, in uh, she was uh, in life. She was a mortal saint who ascended and carries the prayers of some on to the older saints and thence to the regent. Well, I'm not going to look a gift horse in the knees. <laughs> the Go two halflings just nod as if this is a perfectly normal saying. Are the knees a thing you check when you're looking at a horse? If is you're our height, yes. <laughs> Out of character, is that a thing? It's more really the hooves. But... <laughs> <sighs> you gotta check this is him a bit for much diseases. For Celestia. <laughs> the scam's already on the floor. Uh, I'm actually gonna just lie on the floor for a second. Oh fuck! As this is, it was a big day. Yes, it was. <laughs> Hi, look, you guys are visible again. Thank you very much for that. And Did fucking I fantastic spellcasting. As you say this, uh, more and more people actually are beginning to flood up uh, to talk to... There's people talking all around, but others are coming forward to look at the pair of ritualists who apparently did the work of the regent. Um, and... You saw, and you see a small figure who kind of has to really wave to get your attention um, because of the just by, by sheer gra- uh, numbers of taller folk going by. Uh, you actually s- uh, recognize uh, 
Louise, uh, one of the halflings uh, who is uh, Apple Blossom's uh, lieutenant. Oh. Uh, oh, uh, do you mind if I come over? Get, get out of the way! She elbows someone. Oh, I'm just going to go see. Hello. Them. Hi. You all made it then? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I'm gonna have a little nap here. Well, okay, uh, darling. How many of you are lot did you lose? A couple of dozen. But listen, um, from what I hear, the Alton and the others are planning to. Uh, Try and get a bit of a chat with the uh, with uh, t- together. See, make plans because these all are dead. But we should probably scatter or at least get indoors just in case. Because I don't think that quite wiped out mm, the whole city. We no. we have a problem here. I'm sorry to be this person, but we have a lot of dead bodies. We can't, can't leave, leave them. them. You got a lot of dead bodies. We got two priests. They'll be done in f- in in, f- in twenty minutes. Okay. Are you two all right with Actually, that? She counts bodies. It'll be done in ten minutes. <laughs> we should probably have some people stay out here with them, just in case of the That's aforementioned right. vast number of undead that are still yeah, here. No, no, sitting no. here for a bit. Look, look, what I'm saying is we're going to start, once people have had a moment, we're going to start funneling, getting everyone to somewhere where we can all meet up and have a chat in one place. Sounds uh, like a good idea. Yeah. I, it's a bit of a bother with the bridge, but... Um, You've got those weird horse things, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We, it looks like we've probably got a bit of time. Maybe I'll if you can... I'll make some horses. Are you okay too? You look yeah. knackered, darling. Well, you've already got f- four of the buggers. Just, can we just borrow those to get oh, everyone yeah. across? They're not going to last much longer. Yeah. Wait, are they still around? Actually, two of them have disintegrated by this no, point. No, they're going to... No one wants to drown. I'll make new ones. It's, it's all right. We'll, we'll just get people across it. I'm just... Uh, what I'm suggesting is we all meet up back at the chateau yeah, and have okay. some talking. Smart plan. Um, yeah, and then I think we should all get riotously drunk. Just as a mm, suggestion, I think that might be good. If anyone asks, all the big balls of fire, that was the priests. Okay. <laughs> okay. She seems a little confused at this and then seems to clock who and what you are and goes, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Is that going to be a problem? She shrugs. I'm not thinking here and now. I'm just thinking maybe 150 odd people, however many left people talking about a tiefling throwing lots of fire is not good in general. Oh, no. I, I agree with you. I was just checking it. it's not going to be a problem with you, darling. I look at Alton Blossom's associate. <laughs> Why would that be a problem? Look. Good. You're not going to tell anyone. That's the important thing, right? Um, um, I'm not going to tell anyone, but you're right. A lot of people did just see that. It was the priests. I'll priests spread it on. It. I'll do what I can, but, you know, a lot of eyewitnesses. Priests did it. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to make a horse now. And I'm going to draw some really, really dodgy horses on the floor. <laughs> They're going to be the weirdest yet. Yeah. I'm going to have some opium. <laughs> you, as you light up your pipe and sort of sit down... Um, oh. With the aid back up to two points of addiction, I did roll um, a you. save in between episodes for the night yeah. that I forgot to roll a save for, yeah. so I'm now back up to two. Cool. Uh, you uh, with just the with the short distance that needs to be covered, uh, you very quickly and you only really need to create one more horse than the existing two. I'm gonna keep making horses till yeah. someone stops me. Mm. <laughs> 
until eventually <laughs> someone shakes you. Uh, you see um, uh, Louise kind of shakes your shoulder. He's like, uh, I think we've got everyone across now. Oh, do you want more horses? I think we'll be all right. It's okay. She, she tries to give you a hand up. Come on, okay. come on. I'm going to try and help them as well. <laughs> do you want a piggyback, darling? Yes, please. Work it on. I got shorter. It should be easier. Am I the same weight, though? I mean, you're still fucking heavy as shit, my darling. I eat a lot of chocolate. Where's my chocolate? <laughs> Have some fucking chocolate. You need it. <laughs> I'm going to eat all the chocolate. Checking for your chocolate bowl. Yeah, no, it's still there. No one's pickpocketed your chocolate bowl during a massive uh. fight. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a lot more fireballs. I, uh, <laughs> I put the child on my back with my pub of opium sticking out my mouth like the worst mum <laughs> in the world. <laughs> We're going to fall asleep there. Alright. And you... Jeffrey! <laughs> oh, good. Jeffrey. Jeffrey also falls asleep. Uh, <laughs> uh, you make your way, as do a lot of people, back towards the chateau. After a little bit of rest, uh, Alton bring, uh, summons essentially the leaders of everyone who was involved in this back to his war room. So, you're all invited in, uh, and um, within the war room itself, you can you see on one side, towards the head, there is Alton, flanked by his two sort of primary lieutenants, uh, Victoria, the uh, blonde human woman who seems to be uh, dealing with supplies and quartermastery, and Samuel, the uh, very black, heavy, heavily browed uh, uh, <laughs> halfling. Um, around the table as well, Philippe is there. Mm -hmm. You can also see uh, there is Samwise, the cleric, otherwise known as the bishop. Uh, Elodie, the uh, de facto leader, at least for the moment, of the survivors of Goldtown, is there as well. As is, with people giving the, the pair of them a slight berth, Saccharissa, mm. uh, <laughs> the uh, self-proclaimed uh, priestess of Dionysus, uh, and curiously enough, uh, Smiler, oh, no. the uh, uh, the orcish uh, mime. I wave at him. He waves back. Uh, Smiler's uh, black and white clothing is still marked with the same kind of uh, ominous stains as everyone else's. And now that you look at him, you 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 kind of comes to mind. There's some brief flashes of him in the midst of the uh, berserkers. Uh, attacking the cannon uh, battalion, wield and he does actually have sheathed his back a very real and implausibly sourced uh, daikatano, which he must have looted from some sort of uh, dragonborn expat at some point. Hmm. <laughs> huh. Well, that's somehow less scary than an imaginary sword. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you, as the five of you enter. As oh, they're biscuits. It's a meeting. There should be biscuits. There are no biscuits. It's a meeting hosted by a halfling. There should definitely be biscuits. <laughs> uh, there are some slightly sad tarts. 
Uh, made from what they could find. Slightly sad tarts. <laughs> Upset prostitutes. <laughs> uh, they appear to be, as you, you pick one up and bite into them, it's kind of kind of bland pastry with, oh yeah, that's onion chutney. I will eat them. <laughs> it's a slightly Swedish onion chutney, but still onion tarts. I'm just going to smoke my open and get a bit of whiskey out to, to myself. Um, and as, yeah, as the five of you enter, as Leah and Clara are there as well, uh, Apple Blossom looks up, and you can see he himself uh, has uh, has a couple of recently uh, bandaged injuries of his own. Oh, guess he all made it then. Luck of the halflings didn't desert you. Not remotely surprised to see you still alive. I don't think you could actually die. <laughs> uh, I know at least uh, I know a large number of warrices and zombies who would disagree with you on that, but all right. <sighs> There's right, someone who gave it the uh, the good old try, but takes more than that to keep you down. I'm sure. Mm. So, uh, guess what I want to first of all, we're alive. Yes. Hey. Hold on, everyone. Uh, <laughs> are we alive? Are there any more of these tarts? Uh, there is still. Bloody hell! You've gone through a few of those already. Yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> Louise, could you go and see if we've got any more of the tarts in or anything? It's, yeah, thanks. Uh, you, is your bowl still got... Can you make some chocolate or sweets or something? I've done that. I've eaten them all. For today, three bowls? No, Ignoring but... your voices. <laughs> uh, and in answer to uh, Alton's previous question, uh, or indeed in answer to the question of how did we survive that, uh, Samuel uh, Samwise uh, speaks up and says... Well, we, uh, well, I know it's going on about a point, but I think I can legitimately say here, by the grace of the Regent and St. Deborah. I think we can probably say by the grace of a lot of really hardcore planning. And, uh, <laughs> and Sakharissa pops up. Don't forget uh, our special friend. <laughs> yeah, I saw somebody over there. I know. <laughs> she ro- uh, rolls her eyes and giggles to herself. A lot of people are giving her weird looks. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, good to see. Good to meet you, uh, Miss Sakarisa. Right, uh, Alton. Nice to meet you. You're be. You're with the uh, Horns. Oh yes. We shall have a fine party. It's a shame we'll have to move soon. Don't can't really rely upon our old uh, housemates, but hmm, we'll find somewhere. Uh, at which point, Philippe uh, qu- uh, speaks up. Uh, so, with uh, a little, we have made a bigger difference here, and I'd like to work with everyone to try and coordinates the forces that we do have here to try and wipe out the rest of the undead or at least cordon them off begin the processes unfortunately with us with the uh, civil war as it is it may be some time before the army one army or another can send proper reinforcements but i believe that a lot can be done here especially now that the uh, what seems like perhaps a majority of the whites and the Gulpak have been destroyed. 
should become much easier. Yeah, Agreed. We don't know that it's all the whites, but it's a fuck lot of them, I'd say. It's a fair chunk, mm. yes. Uh, so what was the plan to block off bits of the city and do it in sections? Yes. It? Pretty much, and I believe... We can't stay here for all that, but... I think uh, you may have done the... You, you have helped bring us together and do the, the most that we can. Uh, to and do uh, well, you know, helped bring us together and made a significant change to what is happening. I understand that you'll have your own quests to embark upon, as it were. Yeah, time sensitive ones, unfortunately. Uh, LED kind of taps, uh, just sort of smacks a hand on the table. No offense, but uh, what's in it for us? Uh, Philippe looks over. What do you mean, what's in it for us? Look, I, I like to think of the future. Me and my companions, we have a coloured past, let's say. Don't you make that face at me, she says, pointing to Celestia's slightly, slightly offended grimace. Hey. I don't yeah. stop making the face. We have to look out for our future. Let's say we clear everything up. Everything goes back to how it was. For all I know, you and yours, soon as the army arrives, they're going to hunt us down like dogs. So, what's in it for us? How do we secure our future? Or uh, what, let's say, if uh, your side of the big war wins? What about... Uh, Alton and his lot, all of the folks who are resisted. We're just going to pretend that's not a problem? This definitely feels like the time for this. This is exactly the time for this, before we start coming together in a big thing to clear out the city. Because I like to... Because if we clear everything out and then someone decides to change their mind, well, right now... We have the best bargaining position. Sorry, but this is the way I see things. You could always starve to death instead. Oh, very nice. Well, from where I'm looking, if I don't do these bargainings, sure, I might starve to death. Or I might help out and then get hanged. So, I have very little to lose by insisting we lay down some ground rules. Oh, Philip, can we sort out a pardon or something? Philip kind of sighs and he kind of rubs the, his temples. There's something I think we can all agree on right now. There is no effective government inside this city. So. I'm going to say that's true. So. The old rules don't really apply. It's been survival of the fittest for, well, since the Kraken arrived. Now, if you want this city back, you're going to have to work together. And I think that if amnesty is what your lot are after, Eloise. Bloody. Sorry. Energy. Sorry. Yeah. Lots of people, lots of names. Yeah. If amnesty is what you're after, then that's probably a small price to pay for taking back the city. I mean, surely, if our good friends here help out, I'll look at Elodie. Then, you know, that much 
doing good and vigilanteing, as it were, should make up for any past crimes they might have committed, I'd imagine. It's community service. It also is community the... service. They'd have atoned perfectly well. Also, not to put too fine a point on it, but if they're convinced that you've uh, done crimes, prove it at this point. I mean, I'm sure we've all done some things that we would have rather not done in a, a crack-and-destroyed city, and it all becomes much for muchness after a while. If we hold everybody accountable, we'll have no city left, so we might as well write everything off is how I see it. It's more or less my point. Mm. Right. Uh, Philippe kind of seems to roll his eyes. I am sure that I'm sure that uh, some manner of uh, military pardon can be achieved for any past crimes. Uh, to which other D says, "Would you will sign? Which I will sign. Oh, and we also want the streets that we live on. What? When we rebuild, it's going to be good, uh, good grounds for renting. We fought to get uh, to reclaim them. That seems pretty reasonable to me. Mm. The uh, original owners are almost certainly dead. Yeah, there's nobody else there." Right. Who the fuck else is having them? But there are a lot less people. <laughs> There's space. Especially after that battle. Elodie kind of frowns a bit. Oh. But, fine. Works for us. What about uh, you and yours, Apple Blossom? Well, I was thinking. Uh, yeah, you may raise a good point. I think so long as we. Look. Provide, depending on what happens, if it does come to the fact that your side wins, some of my lot are in for are in for a similar issue, and if my side wins, you're not in the best position either. So similar, kind of a mutual pardon type arrangement, just in case. Philippe seems to be a little uncertain about that. He glances towards you, Cousins, if to look for your thoughts. Well, regardless of who wins, politically, I mean, you're going to have an awful lot of people here who want nothing other than to rebuild what semblance of life they have left to rebuild now whether it's the king or the provisional government that oversees that is sort of academic what I think is in everyone's best interests here is to ensure that there is at least the opportunity for everyone to rebuild because it'll be what it'll be whatever government it is but it's it's largely speaking irrelevant at this point. That's if you look at what what's happened, every place the Kraken has been, and trust me I have, eventually law and order civilization reasserts itself in some manner. But unless we have the opportunity to to let it do that, this is going to be a wasteland. We did a lot today, and I think it's fair to say that what we did has made the the prospect of that attainable. Now, my question to all of you is, 
What's more important to you? Your politics or your shared interests? Cousin, I'd like you to make a persuasion check. Okay. I'm adjusting the difficult the DC based on what you've said. Okay. Oh. Seven. Seven. Uh, can I bend luck? You can bend luck. <laughs> oh, it only oh. takes it up to a nine. Okay. The parent, Philippe, seems to consider your words and begr- cautiously nods to Apple Blossom, who does the same. But at which point, however, uh, Samwise speaks up, the bishop. Well, that's all good and well for a. Uh, it's all good and well for a uh, secular arrangement, but uh, no offence, Miss uh, Sacharissa, but I'm not sure that your little that your cult can really exist in a completed uh, once Kion's been rebuilt. This is not the time for theological differences. Now's not the time for that argument. Um, yes, there has been stuff done during this time, you know, by everybody who's been trying to survive. Now it's not the time to point fingers, it's not going to help anyone. Everybody has killed people, everybody has done what they needed to do to survive, okay? Everyone's done what would be considered crimes in a normal space. Yes, Sakariasa has, but I'm sure your lot have too. And what we need... To be frank, is to agree that at the end of all of this, when we're done surviving, everybody gets a clean slate and a try at a new life. I think everybody in this room has earned that. Certainly by allowing it to happen. Or Yeah. People cope with disasters in different ways. Everybody in this room has gone about it a different way, and that's okay. That's what people do. But when it's all done, everybody needs to know that they have a chance at a normal life. That's fair. That's right. This was a disaster, it was a travesty, and we all need a way to move past it. Begrudging that to any one group in this room would be the same as not giving it to anyone. You can't, you know, you can't discriminate because she doesn't believe in the same god as you and she's gone about it differently. And you can't discriminate because these people did crimes in the past, I pointed the Wolverines lot. You just, you just can't. Because otherwise there will never be a city at the end of this. If you don't all work together, all of the people in this room... It needs all of you. None of this will work if one of you doesn't cooperate. I think if today has proven anything, it's proven that. There needs to be a truce, and there needs to be a new start after it. Celestia, roll a a persuasion check, please. God, I'm so nervous. Oh, which one of the dice do I go for? Mm -hmm. Oh, God, mate, that's not good. Um, That's a 16... I'm going to try have anything, now. please. <laughs> I've got a few sorcery points left. That's an extra two. Eighteen. Eighteen. The bishop grits his teeth a little and, gl- and seems to stare at Sakurasa, who smiles sweetly and takes a swig from a bottle or something. Yeah. 
There is only one God, but there will be time for that later. For now, we can discuss these her heterodoxies later. For now, uh, as you say, a clean slate. No mark my words, Sacharissa. Once we have this city back together, I shall be watching you and yours like a hawk. Just in case. Just to um, really hammer the point here, the whole point of this is that people, when the city is rebuilt and they're trying to rebuild a new life, don't get fucked over. So if you're planning on doing that, I'd like you to reverse that plan. I don't follow the same god as you. You've worked with me. You can't just agree to work with her while the disaster's on and then fuck her over later. You've got to agree to a new start, okay? You know, if she murders people afterwards, fine. Whatever. But you can't just be waiting until it's all done. I'm sure the regent wouldn't like that. Hmm. You've well. got to agree to start as new afterwards. He rubs the bridge of his nose for a moment. Fine. As you say. But, whatever arrangement you and I have, miss, he says, looking at her, just be warned that it's not going to fly outside of this city. And I'm sure that if any bishops or clergy find a whiff of your cult appearing somewhere else, they're going to take a much firmer stance on this. But, fine. What happens in the city stays in the city. You don't spread the word. You don't put a bounty on her head. That's not how this works. Do better. Either the regent loves everyone or they don't. Yeah, you don't get to pick who the regent loves. No, I don't. And it's up to people whether they get close to the regent or not, but as you say... Only the regent can judge, darling. Only the region judges, but they do tell us what the rules are to judge by. Now, fine, 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 fine. He offers his hand begrudgingly to uh, Sakurisa, who tips her head. I look forward to a profitable relationship and plops the bottle of, uh, of whatever alcohol she has into his hand. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> he rolls his eyes, sits on the table. I, I raise my pipe too. Alright then, says Apple Blossom. Looks like we have an accord. So, well agreed. New start, clean slate after all this for everyone in this room. I guess. Are we all agreed? Yeah, um, on that or a similar note, if there's going to be official records of what's happened here, and I'm sure there will be, I'd like to be left off them as much as possible. Two. For 
<laughs> the various members look at each other. There's a couple of whispered interjections between them. And Philippe eventually straightens up and nods. Well, I think uh, we can all agree. Uh, I believe you all saw me uh, cast that fireball at the end, right? Yes, Please, you, you were there the whole time. So therefore, we understand that uh, I was casting fireballs. So if anyone asks whether there were fireballs cast, you may say, Philippe, Laurent, Chevalier, all of the army cast magic uh, support during this flight. I wanted to be clear, I'm not ashamed of myself or anything like what I am. It's just... My magic's a bit unusual, and I think someone tried to kill me for it pretty much the day I was born, and I don't want that following me. I'm proud to be a tiefling and whatever else, but I just think it's dangerous. I respect that, Scamp. So? And far be it from me to contradict you, although... I think it bears uh, remembering for everyone here what the truth actually is, so long as we are agreed also, it goes no further. And although it's not going to leave this room and we've all agreed on that, I very pointedly look at each of them. I hope you all remember that a tiefling had a very big hand in saving the city of Kion. And I hope you all take that forwards into the Kion that comes after this, because it's going to be a different place. And there are going to be tieflings who want to live here. And I hope that you all remember what one did for all of you and why the city exists as it will after this. Here, here. Yeah. Be better. All of you. Make this place better. And it's not just tieflings. Okay, my magic's unusual, but it's not unique. But there's not many of us around because people are scared. There's a word associated with it that people don't say, except in fear. Maybe it's time we started changing that. Otherwise, well, you, all you get is Dark Lords, and no one wants that. No, quite. Well, says Sakurasa, I suppose I can drink to that. You'll drink to anything. I'll drink to anything. <laughs> You're welcome to have a drink with me. I want some of whatever you're having at the party later. I do not. <laughs> oh, I do. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> I'll drink to right. a better world for tieflings. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And um, Apple Blossom picks up his his uh, own mug. Well, I think we can uh, better. Uh, I think we can all drink to that. To this, uh, I suppose, uh, first on account of the old city hall ones, uh, solidly dead. And then I think some of them we killed on that bridge today. Uh, as this uh, first meeting of the new Council of Kion, I suppose, uh, <laughs> we can all drink to that, to, to a better world. And to a better world. Uh, one by one, they, drink, they pick up their glasses first. Oh, it's going to be horribly <laughs> clinking. Yeah. I'm so sorry to anyone who's on headphones, yeah. and that's really loud. Um, and one by one, they raise their glasses first. Uh, First, uh, Apple Blossom, then Sakurissa, then Philippe, then Elodie, and finally, after a 
moment, uh, <laughs> Samwise picks up the bottle that Elodie, mm. <laughs> that, that uh, Sakura's mm. put on the, on the table and clinks that too. There we go. To a merry world, I suppose. And they all drink. And with that, uh, much work begins. However, after the riot of the party that follows... Mm-hmm. I do actually want some of yeah. whatever Sakura's mm-hmm. has. Uh, like whatever sure, roll be. a constitution save. <laughs> yeah. um, whatever alcohol or drugs, may I add. I want to take weird stuff. Mm. Uh, ooh, that's not bad. That's an 18. Okay. Oh, no, that's a 19. I added some con. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> uh, 19. It is... It's something... Um, it appears to be a mix of that gut rot that you had, uh, the, the witch's brew. It appears to be somewhere between the witch's brew, uh, a little bit of dwarven whiskey. There's something that tastes kind of mushroomy in there, and <laughs> colours become brighter for a while. <laughs> and, one, and you swear you see two uh, versions of Smiler at one point. Both of whom are pointing at each other and laughing. <laughs> Celestia spends a lot of this party giggling uh, at things that aren't funny. <laughs> uh, but yes, is that. I also sing a lot of songs on my Dionysus guitar. Mm. Some funeral songs, some just party stuff. And indeed, as the uh, rest of the, as the day progresses, there is much rejoicing. The chateau is filled uh, with the sound of uh, partying and revelry. Uh, the survivors of the battle, those others there, uh, engaging in uh, whatever revelries they can. Very much heightened by the arrival of the horns. Uh, in <laughs> fact, over the, very soon, the rest of the horns make their way over. Uh, being as their original campsite is a little bit less secure now that, that now that thirty man-eating monsters are no longer there, uh, but they clearly have some plans for whatever they pl- uh, for for expa- uh, for uh, assisting in the reconstruction and clearing of the city. Uh, at one point during the uh, various chaos, uh, the you are approach. Uh, I'll say that, yeah, scan. You are actually approached by the uh, by the uh, halfling cleric, Samwise, <laughs> who seems to be a little awkward with the cheering and the celebrations. Uh, <laughs> Give him a giggly wave. <laughs> so, um, hello. Oh, uh, I just wanted to say, well, thank you, first of all. Uh, I've heard from some of the people talking about that you found a, that you found a uh, ship. Yes. Now, I know that certain members of your team may not have the best opinion of me, but I do care about the people that I am looking after. I know. A number of them would be perhaps best off not in the city if we can manage it. I know that the, I've spoken to Philippe already, but he's not quite in a position to um, open up the gates until we can secure a corridor to one. And we're not in a position to do that yet. We might be able to bring some people over towards the uh, towards the uh, 
dock where it's uh, positioned in with the help of those folk from Gulltown. I was wondering if perhaps uh, tonight or tomorrow you might, you might be willing to help us load them onto the ship and get out of town. We'll need help launching it, I think, but... You'll have the bodies. Prioritise those who won't survive otherwise. I think that sounds obvious, but the elderly, the young, the... Of course. The injured. No, of course we will. And we're taking people from everywhere. We can't just take your lot. I'm sure each of them, of uh, everyone will have their requests. And I'm sure that with your heart and uh, Corzin, was it? Yeah. And Corzin's uh, wits huh. and that one's voice. You'll manage to you'll manage to work out a system. I go woo from Connor. <laughs> She's got a lot of voice. Yeah. I can tell that. We'll do what we can. Thank you. And I know that uh, certain members of your party have opinions on this, but I meant what I said. Regent loves all of us. It's just a question of how close we, we get to him, but some know that you are loved. Some of us aren't allowed to get close. You might want to rethink that. Hmm. I wasn't allowed in church. It's not that I didn't go, it's that I wasn't allowed. Maybe think about that. Do you, uh... Do you know how your folk... Your how tieflings came about. Vaguely, yes. But lots of our ancestors are monsters. Not all monsters it doesn't always show. The demons weren't just monsters. They were the the shards, the things that thought themselves gods, that refused to accept the guidance of the regent. They turned away and they wrought their will upon people. Do you punish children for the crimes of their parents? No. I think you do. And you might want to think about that. Maybe I do. I'll return with a list of people ordered according to the ones I think need to get out first. Good. We will take them. He nods. If you send any more of your, any more tieflings my way, I'll see what I can do about housing them. Thank you. Gives you a slightly stiff nod and makes his way back into the party. 
I need a drink. A we drink. need a drink. I've got so I many drinks. I have a drink. Have a drink. I'm trying oh, not to thousands. You know I'm a child, right? I say taking yes. the drink. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lovely shade of pink. <laughs> oh no. <Wee. laughs> Leah. Leah, where are you? Leah don't, is. Don't, don't talk to Leah. Don't talk to Leah. Leah, stay away. <laughs> Leah, I'm fucking smashed. Come and dance with me. <laughs> Your hair's a lovely shade of yellow. <laughs> rolled a, rolled for Leah's constitution check. Uh, that was a one. So oh, no. there is actually. You look over. Leah is passed out uh, <laughs> next no. to a bucket. Oh, okay, I'm gonna keep. Oh, your sick isn't such a nice color. I'm gonna go and check if she's okay. <laughs> I'll look after. She appears to be okay. She appears to have vomited and then gone to sleep. Okay, I'm gonna like lie her in a comfortable position with my coat under her head and just like <laughs> yeah, arrange yeah. her so that she's all right. You know, I'm... maybe carry her to another room where yeah. it's a bit less dancey. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna double check. Well, two things actually. First of all, I'm gonna see what Clara is doing. Make an investigation check first of all to find her because there is a huge thing party going. Yeah, fair dues. That is a seventeen. It takes you a bit of searching. Uh, she's not in the party. Uh, she's not in the uh, various uh, bits of the chateau. And you actually find it actually isn't until you head up onto the roof uh, that you see uh, Clara with her medicine bag just carefully organising bottles within it and periodically staring out to the sea. She doesn't seem to have heard you approach. Mm -hmm. I... But I don't make noise, do I? No. All right. Not unless you want to. <laughs> I am going to deliberately try and make some noise approaching, just so as not to startle her. Grind your foot a bit to move, uh, and you have to move it quite a bit to actually create a deliberate sort of gravelly yeah. sound. Yeah. It's really funny if you just sort of stand there. <laughs> <laughs> and I draw up level with her as she's sort of looking out over the ocean. She slightly cocks her head as you make the sound and then waits for you to sit down. I, I do so, and I say, um... Corson. Are you alright up here by yourself? Bit many people down there. Don't do well in crowds. Not really in the mood for it. I can understand that, although, well, for what it's worth, there was a long time in my life where I kind of thought of myself as separate from people. Like, because of the things that had happened to me, I couldn't be people. I couldn't be with people. And... I mean, goodness knows I've not been the uh, the paragon of this, but I think it's fair to say that... Um, 
it's important to remember sometimes that we're not separate from the people who are around us. We're only really as separate as we choose to be. Those people down there are as much like us as we are like them. We just... Well... It seems almost unfair to say that we were... lucky, but we were... We have a different set of things that make us up, but that doesn't mean that we're not like them, fundamentally. She nods. No, no, there's... <laughs> there's not that much different. It's a beautiful and terrible thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. <sighs> I'm not going to force you to, uh, to go down there and make nice if that's not what you feel like doing. But if at all possible, I would encourage you not to be lonely. I'm not sure I know how to do that, but I suppose I could try. She glances down at her bag. A little over two weeks. Left. Of the... She nods. Well, I think we should go down to the beach and do something that a kid of your age should do at least once. Let's make a sandcastle. She raises an eyebrow. Make a make a persuasion check. Oh, I so hope you do well. Oh, I really want you to make a sandcastle with her. Oh God. That's a five. Oh no. Six. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm. I've I... cut people up for parts. I was never much I... the best at this, but I'm. I'm trying to do my damnedest to uh, ensure that you have at least some semblance of an actual childhood because let me tell you as someone who's been an adult for a long time uh, 
there'll be days you miss it. And you'll be a forever incomplete person if you don't have one. I mean, look at... Look at Scamp. Scamp's done so many uh, things that a person of their age should never have to do, but there's still times where they're just a child, and that's fine. She sort of opens and closes her mouth a few times. How? I mean, really, how? Sometimes I think they're just brain damaged. <laughs> it's... <sighs> Jeffrey flies past. <laughs> <laughs> Bottle of rum in hand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> she watches the flying, the flying monkey pass by. You had an impulse, you went with it. Yeah, no, do it. I love it. So fast then, and then just gestures at the airborne <laughs> Simeon. But I realise that's probably just me wanting it to be true. Yeah, and I know all about wanting things to be true that can't be. I don't... I'm never going to get... I never had... I don't know if I ever had a normal child to begin with, and I don't see it happening now. Maybe... uh, I don't think building a sandcastle is going to make a difference. And I'm scared. I know you are. I need... I know, and and I'm scared to see her again, and I'm scared of what that is going to mean. And I hate her, and I need her, and and she could, and I never know if she's watching. Well, we're all in that boat. I think it's fair to say, and I raise my hand in a gesture asking essentially if it's okay if I put my hand on her shoulder. After a few seconds she gives you a small nod. Doesn't look at you. Just has her head in her hands at this point. I put my hand on her shoulder and I squeeze very gently and I say the future is uncertain as ever but I think (laughs) I think you know as well as we do that no good will come of leaving Olga alive. And, you know, if we're successful in getting rid of her, then you have my word. We're not just going to abandon you. We're not going to leave you to Fend for yourself. I can take care of myself. Of course you can, but that's not the point. I've said before, we're at least partially responsible for getting you into this. And we're trying to do our best to do right by you. I don't know what the future holds, but I'm... 
But I'm going to make a promise now. And that is that for as long as you wish to stay with us and to have our help, you will have it. We will do what we can to protect you. We'll do what we can to ensure that you never have to make the terrible choices that Olga has forced you to make. When you were in Meadmere with her, yes. you saw my wife Molly, didn't you? Yeah. Well, She's pretty. Yes, she is. <laughs> well. And you're a good father. Regent knows I try to be. I don't always succeed, what with being away so much, but. Well, he was around all the time and he didn't do as well. <laughs> well. I remember. Shortly after I first met Molly, and we first started having feelings for each other, she and I went to a, a carnival of sorts. It was just around it. We had a, a lovely time together, and at the end of it, after she'd thrashed me on the coconut shoy. We all know those things are rigged anyway. <laughs> but we had a, a frank conversation about the situations we were both in. She was a mercenary. I was, well, goodness knows what, to be honest, but it might have ended there and then. But I... I wanted to um, make a go of it, and so did she. And I said to her, look, practically we can't, at this point, promise each other forever. But I'll start out by promising you today and tomorrow and tomorrow and at the very least, that's the first step towards forever. And I can't promise you that things won't all go south, but I mean it when I say that we want to do what's best for you and we'll be there for you if you need us. You're not alone and you don't need to be. When these run out, I'm not going to be the me I am now. I'm just going to be 
Clara, and and I don't know if that will be enough. I don't. Of course, that's enough. That's always been enough, and. I'm sorry, but being around Olga is the only thing that would have convinced you otherwise. Being passed over by the people who should have seen you for what you were. You're smart, with or without that. And... As convenient as I'm sure it is, you will ultimately be stronger without it. She said she was the first she's the first person to ever treat me like a person. Like not like like a person, not just like a kid, like like someone who deserves to be listened to. To like someone that can be trusted to actually. I feel I felt like she was the only person who could see me. For what you really were. For, for a person. For a for, for someone with, with their own mind, someone who wasn't just, you know, who wasn't just my, wasn't just Papa's girl. Yeah, you, from what you said, it sounds like uh, he saw you more as... So much, you, whenever he looked at me, he saw my mom. That can't have been easy, I'm sure. And she wasn't kind. But she was honest. <laughs> More honest than anyone. Honesty is sometimes just another form of cruelty without kindness. And I'm sorry that you have received so little of it, but, well, if, you, if I thought for a, uh, a second you were just some scared, helpless little child, then I'd have done my best to put you in a, a place where you were out of harm's way, but I know that you're f so much more than that. And you're right, you do deserve to be respected and your wishes honoured. And that's why I'm not, I'm never ever going to force you to stay with us. I would be lying if I uh, said I didn't think that was a very good idea. But so much of what I know of you seems to be defined by the fact that you had a choice that was taken away from you. 
And then the choice that you were left with was not a good one. And you made it anyway. And the last person to judge you for that. looks up at you again. And... You still have a, your hand on her shoulder? Yeah. She just sort of leans into, into your shoulder and slumps a little bit. I slowly just give her a hug. She closes her eyes and sort of presses them against your shirt. Still and hugging she until she's is. had enough. She doesn't say much after that, just sort of leans against your shirt for a while before eventually picking herself up, rubbing her eyes and uh, collecting her bag. I'll, um, I'll do my best with the party. I'm proud of you. I don't think you get to hear that a lot. She gives you a bit of a half smile nods and makes her way down right once uh, I've watched her out of sight I will stand for a moment and then I will go and see if I can find Apple Blossom and it doesn't take much for you oh. to do so Oh, okay. my heart. Yeah. Oh, just, yeah. yeah. Cousin is the best dad. Oh, the had, best dad. Can you be my dad? <laughs> last, I bet a lot of listeners did as well. Jesus. So, um, yeah, you, you find uh, Apple Blossom. Uh, Apple Blossom has, as Apple Blossom's always uh, uh, been his way, uh, he, he's surprisingly not three sheets to the wind, uh, all know. things being okay. considered, although the people around him are. Um... And uh, he kind of beckons you close and says, Oh, Corazon, good to see you. Would you like... She beckons you really close and yeah. sort of you look at the people around him. He holds up his bottle. He's like, right, would you like to try... Uh, would you like to try a bit of the... Uh, so there's the local stuff. Yeah. And then there's what I like to call uh, Apple Blossom's Best, which is my secret trick. Oh. He leans in and whispers, it's actually just apple juice. <laughs> I win so many wagers this way. <laughs> right, you are. He taps oh, it. He taps him. a small oh, pile of silver coins in front of him. And then I would be delighted for that. But if I could beg a small favor from you first. Sure, sure. All right, and I point out uh, Clara and wherever she is in the crowd. I yeah, see. she's kind of at the, in the corner of the room, looking awkward. There's a. Young lady over there who is, well, crowds are not her thing, but if you could um, 
just ensure that uh, somebody keeps an eye on her. Uh, make sure she's alright, that she has eaten in like the last 12 hours or something. <laughs> I'm sure she's sure. not the only child here, but it's um, she's a person of, uh, of significant importance to us. You know what? Yeah. Sure, I'll make sure some people uh, you know, keep, keep her company and so on. Right you are then. Now, how about that special? Alright, you sure you don't want to try some natural stuff as well? Why not? Alright. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'll bet you a silver I'll bet you a silver coin that I can outdrink you. <laughs> You're on. <laughs> I'd like to do something very, very dumb. Yes. So obviously I've made sure Leah's safe, mm-hmm. which because I'm that pissed just consists of Sticking her on the floor in another room yeah. with her head on my coat. Yeah. <laughs> make sure she's actually so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Probably best somebody else. Does you check through. She is basically snoozing in the reco- uh, like in the in the same recovery room as the various uh, as some of the, as some of her patients. Okay. There's a there's a there is one of the one of the wagoners who is uh, a couple of the wagoners who are a bit more uh, so, uh, sober than the rest. Can I give you a note as you check in? It's like. Uh, one of the wagoners gives you a smile and she says, "Like, don't." She's like, "We'll we'll keep an eye on them. Don't worry." <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I would like to. Um, what's the cleric of Dionysus' name? I've forgotten her name. Uh, Sakharissa. I'd like to find Sakharissa and um, try and get her to dance with me. <laughs> I would imagine right. I'm off my tits. <laughs> oh like, yeah. Absolutely ragingly high and drunk. I just <sighs> walk up to her like. You are a beautiful shade of orange. <laughs> Your hair is fantastic. Do you want to dance with me? Well, of course! Fantastic. Let's go. Let's just yes. dance. Come on! Yes! Roll Ooh. performance check with disadvantage. <laughs> <laughs> um, 24. Oh, boy! <laughs> you engage God. in a furious series of jigs mm-hmm. uh, and dances with her, and pretty much there's, uh, and pretty soon there's one of those like uh, sort of uh, uh, mu- uh, musical affairs that mm-hmm. begins uh, clattering up uh, around you as a variety of, uh, 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 so, you know, someone gets out there, uh, gets out a fiddle and starts playing. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, you you are the toast of the room. <laughs> yes, we give a wonderful performance. I'm a pain in the ass for the whole thing. <laughs> I uh, danced slightly too close with a few people. <laughs> Whoops. As you're actually doing one of the uh, dances with her, she comments, Ah, I did not know you were so blessed by the uh, uh, by the God Lord. Yes, I threw up the horns. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, by our favourite one. Oh, there's, oh, there's a two, oh, there's the horns in the other horns. <laughs> That's <laughs> <Of> very clever. <laughs> I have heard, I have seen dreams of the God Lord. Oh, that's weird. What well, are one? <laughs> Indeed, but they are sailing upon a ship, and where they go, they part or form the storms. I mean, I think we might have literally been talking about sailing away on a ship this evening, but yay! <laughs> ah, is it vision? Prophecy true? dreams! Ooh. Ooh. Your dress is very soft. Oh, look at the feel the fabrics! Yeah, it's really soft, I like it. <laughs> what did you give me? Uh, you know, I'm not sure if I just found it in a basement. 
Your hair is amazing. I want to put my face in it. I put ah, my face yes. in there. She shoves your face <laughs> in there. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> we really should send a sending this tonight. <laughs> but I'm not sure we, we can. I'm, I'm not sure that um, uh, Celeste is in any fit state. I don't hear you. I rolled a one. Mind you, I've got something else. If that's just... And I sort of mouth to uh, Apple Blossom. Apple juice. Um, how did you get the bubbles to float up to the surface like that? Oh, so I've got a friend who... Uh, so it's the old family trick. Uh, we, uh, we worked out a way of making uh, of uh, making the cider so that there's no, so it doesn't actually have any real uh, content to it. Oh. I think they put like a sort of like, uh, like uh, soda or something into it and then that gives it the fizz. <laughs> I suppose that'd work, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'd be a good one, uh, actually, for the little ones. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still dancing yeah, with still dancing Sakura away with, with my face in her hair, going, "Yeah, his guitar is from from Dionysus. I call him Dai because he's my best friend." <laughs> <laughs> I know. I have dreamed of that also. And you, what, what, what did you dream of? I dreamed of you aboard this ship. You are playing this, uh, you played this, uh, uh, this, uh, this, uh, guitar, and there was a, uh, and the ripples of thunder. Mm. Ah, and I see, and I saw, I remember you were sailing your ship into the heart of a storm, and this storm came to meet you, but you were also this storm, and it was around your neck, or maybe in your shirt, and uh, uh, and as you were, oh, I forget to that point, I have drunk a lot. You know, your voice sounds like music. Uh, <laughs> you are music. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that means nothing, and I like it. I like you too. I put and face I like in your friend shoulder. with the colours. Come here. <laughs> the pride spirit is. Just, the pride spirit is having a gay old time it through this party, in, just wafting everywhere. Head, like, yeah, everywhere. Is it, like it's really it's bigger than usual in this sort of party environment. Let's see what you did there. Yeah. This, is, this is my friend. <laughs> and says hi. <laughs> 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 and the the ambivalent octopus, but meanwhile, just me kind of gets, gazing around the room, shrugs. Yeah. Yeah. It says. Corson, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. who is a little bit tipsy by this point, mm. sort of turns to the uh, the ambivalent octopus and says, "You know, we, we should get you a sign that says free shrugs." <laughs> the ambivalent <laughs> octopus considers it. And then shrugs. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, does anyone else have anything else they wish no. to do? No, I'll the body? dance a little bit awkwardly yeah. amorously with her for the rest of the evening. That's about it. You really. do until everyone eventually <laughs> makes the uh, giving her weird them. compliments and putting yeah. my face in her hair. <laughs> lays their their heads upon pillows or sacks or sacks as the case may be, uh, and uh, uh, and passes into. I fall asleep on her. Varying <laughs> varying degrees of dream or dreamless sleep. Uh, 
Yeah, well, Nothing happens, I just fall asleep. Oh, yeah. I know. You, you just sort of fall asleep in her hair. You wake yeah. up. When you eventually wake up, the dry hair. man's like, I've got hair all over. You've got hair in your mouth. Oh, that's a one on my addiction show. Okay, really? still addicted. Really? Yeah. Still quite addicted, so yeah. I'm back, I'm the dice knows. It's a really I'm, on, I'm on three now. Uh, no, you don't gain any. You just haven't lost any. Oh, I haven't. It was the, it was no, the I didn't have any more opium. That was the same yeah, opium. Yeah, yeah, same, same opium. And then I had something else, which was hallucinogenic, yeah, yeah, which is why I was touching everybody. Yep, cool. So, yeah, you... We wake up feeling awful. But uh, I tangled up in her hair and like. <laughs> and as the morning comes, uh, the it, it it also becomes time uh, to deal with the uh, with the requirements of the morning. Uh, in a slightly more less party estate, various members, uh, uh, various other leaders of the uh, factions of Kion uh, come by and make their own arguments. And to cut a long story short, after a certain amount of negotiation and deciding, you manage to pull together a roster of some. So I think the total number in the end accounting for Briggs said you could take is. Uh, close to seven hundred people mm-hmm. that you make an, uh, that you agree to take out of the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes several hours to. Smuggle. I guess I do a sending first thing yeah. to Briggs. Yeah. You send to I Briggs, think we can yeah. that, but, who is already yeah. on board with this and makes the arrangements. So, to cut a long story short, uh, by the time everything is ready, it's close to. It's a little bit after noon, about one o'clock, uh, and you've managed to. <coughs> bring together uh, the various members needed. Uh, Very few of the people uh, who are around will be following you. (laughs) Although uh, Apple Blossom does turn up uh, uh, at the docks with some others. Mm -hmm. And also a fair cordon of armed figures, just in case the local zombies decide to come by. Mm -hmm. Uh, There is actually one point at which uh, a group of about 50 zombies come... Uh, uh, where a, a horde begins to come close, but the three clerics, no longer needing to uh, focus all of their energy onto the ritual, kind of join hands and murmur off a prayer to Saint Deborah, and they seem to produce. Uh, uh, and the all three of them hold up little icons of Saint Deborah, which glow with a silvery light, and the horde just kind of goes, turns and shambles away. By the time you've gotten everyone together, it's a little bit after noon. I'll say coming up towards one o'clock. And you have managed to get all of the people onto this ship. A few are literally just crammed together on the top and waiting to move onto the other ship. And indeed, true to his word, Captain Briggs and the Hesperidia do sail on in to the bay. There's a bit of complicated work as they be, uh, as they try to uh, navigate around, so that they can uh, so that they are now positioned the right way within the bay to move out. Although getting there is a slow and complex procedure due to the not entirely guaranteed and favourable winds. There's a bit of wind, but. Not really enough to push two boats out, one without its own sails. Fair enough. Which is as you expected. However, with the work of uh, with, your, with the work of uh, the able sailors and many of the survivors, you are able to lash together 
the uh, uh, Hesperidia to serve as a sort of toe mm-hmm. uh, to the uh, as yet unnamed incomplete ship. On that note. The Jeffrey. On that note. Um, uh Causin goes to the uh, the front of the ship. If they're being, if we're in a position to, uh, to be actually being towed out at this yeah. point, Causin goes to the uh, the front of the ship, double checks to make sure that there um, isn't a uh, a name on the name. No name has yet been painted. Right. He then rushes back to his um uh, his, his bag and goes right. No, stop, stop. We, there's something really important we've got to do. What and, is and it? He rummages through there and he pulls out the bottle of wine that he uh, took from the cellar. What's Runs. happening? Is there a fire? You look really scared. What? Help. I'm hungover. It's really bad luck to have a ship without a name. And he uh, runs to the front of the... I'm going to run uh, forward with him. I want to go. The, the ship. And, uh, um, scared, no, come here. I'll just grab you by the scruff of the neck. And he uh, holds up the uh, the bottle of wine and says, uh, how did it go? Right. By the power vested in me, by, uh, I suppose... Me. The, yes. <laughs> the, the goat lord. I hereby uh, name this ship the Krakensbane. Yes, causing. I would have called it Jeffrey. <laughs> You've already got a monkey called Jeffrey. And he'd make a lovely boat. The Kraken's Bone is a fantastic name. Oh, yes. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. As you smash, shatter the bottle and bounce it. It doesn't It doesn't actually bounce off as it often does. It does break thematically. Oh, yeah, no. As if you want me to roll a uh, no, no, check no, for no. that, I will. I feel like it takes a couple of tries to yeah. break. Like Oh, it seems like a waste of good wine, but it's theatrical. I like it. Oh, my head. Oh, and uh, it's a long-running maritime tradition. I have a very serious question for both of you. I didn't snog the priestess or anything, did I? I remember putting my face in her hair, and then I woke up in it. No, not that I saw. I kept an eye on you. You were very friendly, but I don't think it ever went that far. I remember thinking about it, but I don't think it happened. No, it checks that Leah's far away before I say this. By the way, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Leah is. uh, You look around, and Leah is right behind you. Hello. Just raising an eyebrow. It's fine. Nothing happened. I just woke up in a woman's hair. I was more than drunk. I don't know what she gave me. Not that that's an excuse. Um, it was just friendly. I have a splitting headache. Yeah, you you drank a lot. Yeah. But my mouth tastes still tastes of vomit. Go sit somewhere nice and quiet. Do you want a coffee or anything? I'm gonna have so many. You have coffee? Yes. Let's have coffee. Oh my god, let's have coffee. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> expecting to do it right. Okay, both of you over here. Over here. What? And he goes. He casts lesser restoration on both of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm. Don't get used to it. Uh. I vomit over the side of the ship. <laughs> I feel like that's how it comes yeah. out. Yeah. Like it all collects in my stomach. <laughs> what it's, see is <laughs> Leah winces like, oh, I can feel that sweating out through my pores. <laughs> oh, mine came out elsewhere. Oh, but I feel pretty good, actually. Okay, that... Yeah, wow. Wow. You are good at magic. You are good yes. at that. <sighs> Let's well. sing a song. Fuck it. New ship. <laughs> New ship? <laughs> How about we get out of the city of the yeah, dead? Yeah, let's do yes. that. And uh, <laughs> as you get aboard your ship, uh, you actually... Uh, well, so uh, uh, who wants to be on the Kraken's Bane? It's uh, newly been uh, christened. And who would like to get onto the Hesperidia? I will say that at least one of you probably needs to be on the Hesperidius camp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I should be on the one with the sails. Yeah, yeah. I think um, Corson would want to uh, yeah. stay there and 
manage people as yeah. best you can. The, uh, I think the, I'll stay on the Kraken's Bane too. Yeah, okay. the Kraken's Bane has not actually got its... Um, has not actually had a wheel put in, but the rudder has been put in. Excellent. So you're essentially holding two ropes. Oh, it's like, it's not of, even a tiller. It's yeah, like, yeah. And sort of jerry-rigging it. Mm. Uh, but as... Uh, and in, yeah, in order to get this tow, the Hesperidia has to be almost within the dry dock, so a point where it can't really get any natural wind. Yeah. So as everyone is getting ready... I christen the ship with its first shanty. Okay. <laughs> um, what, what on earth do I sing? Ooh... Um, what's a good one for this situation? I know so many. I can't think of any of them. Of course, he'd be humming away something to himself. Yeah, while he's um, I can think of a perfect one, but we don't know the copyright status of that one. Oh, yeah. yeah, we don't. That's a shame. Um, I. I mean. I stand at the helm, yeah. just going windy weather, boys, stormy weather, boys. When the wind blows, we're, we're all together, together boys. Blow ye winds westerly, blow ye winds blow. Jolly southwester, boys, steady she goes. And uh, scamp. <laughs> I will cast farts. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what I keep thinking about. <laughs> Cast su- sustained farts. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Not just farts, sustained farts. Not a mere gust of wind, but a sustained wind. Sustained wind. <laughs> I've never done this before. This is fun. Uh, okay, so... Oh, God. <laughs> Do you know what the material component is? What? A legume seed, so beans. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> beans. Please, please, <laughs> please, 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 So picking up a sack of dried peas. <laughs> beans. Dried beans, yeah. Baked uh, beans. <laughs> he baked, we'll say. Uh, yeah, you... Uh, how do you cast this spell? <laughs> oh, beans, beans, they're good for you. <laughs> the more you cast, the more you fart. <laughs> <laughs> and how much... Of an auditory component does this spell have? Or do you just kind it of has a verbal component? Yeah. Yes. I believe the poem is the thing. That... Yeah, and uh, oh, you're oh. you feel so eat then beans with every meal. Uh, <laughs> after an initial beans, beans, the spell begins to gather <laughs> together. The lion toot. <laughs> there is a sudden How have you gone from all crying at Cousin's parenting <laughs> to me putting my face in a priestess's hair to you farting as out for me? I love have, D&D so much. We have range. There oh, is a sudden <laughs> gust of wind uh, that uh, jets forth uh, from Scamp, uh, from which Scamp anus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What part of your body do you want it to come from, Scamp? I need to see where I'm going. It can't just come. Back. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just. <laughs> <laughs> it starts with the sound of a fart, but then it's just wind <laughs> from everywhere. And then, yeah, just from all around, like starting slightly behind Scamp, and then moving <laughs> forwards around them, whipping their uh, their hair in the wind. Uh, this just this gust of wind uh, comes forward and fills up the <laughs> I sails. Can't it's beams to make it <laughs> <laughs> <a> material component. <laughs> Someone um, who, whoever wrote had that fun. spell in the D&D book was like, nah, nah, nah. Yeah. <laughs> And with the <laughs> sudden blast of uh, 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 of wind uh, that emerges, uh, the... 
And the Hesperidia takes, uh, it makes sail. Uh, and indeed, uh, okay, so uh, as the ship slowly at first and then with increasing speed uh, begins to pull out, behind it, the, the as yet unmastered, incomplete uh, hull of the Kraken's bane, sort of uh, as the ropes pull taut. <laughs> begins to follow out with you carefully tillering it with, yeah. the, with the ropes because the wheel is not set up yet. Yeah. Mm. Coulson is sort of, he's grinning to himself at this whole uh, situation and he's going, I have waited a long time for this. Oh, <laughs> yes. And as you sail out of the Bay of Kion, the figures of the new council and the survivors uh, ready to begin clearing their city, waving from the jetty as you uh, as you leave. Blowy winds westerly, blowy winds blow. Jolly sou'wester, boy, steady she goes. We're going to see you after these, no doubt important messages. If you like Flintlocks and Fireballs, you can listen to us through the free, easy-to-use app Podcoin and get paid to listen to our podcast and every other podcast. When you listen to a podcast through the platform, you'll get Podcoin. You can spend Podcoin on Amazon or Starbucks gift cards, or you can just donate it all to charity, which is what we do. If you listen to podcasts anyway, do it through Podcoin and you can help out someone else at no cost to yourself. So, Download the Podcoin app on iPhone or through the App Store on Android and you'll get 300 Podcoin off the bat with the invite code FLITLOCKS. Podcoin is the podcast player that pays. And now a word from our friends over at Infinite Deer. Okay, Infinite Deer promo. Let's do it one word at a time. The podcast is Infinite Deer. We are Infinite Deer. Listen to us on iTunes and wherever you Get your podcasts. Why? <laughs> oh, we forgot to say Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, we're a DD podcast. Blood, blood, blood. If there's one thing I like more than bathing in the blood of a thousand virgins to preserve my youth, it's probably liking, rating, sharing, and subscribing to Flintlocks and Fireballs, telling what friends I have remaining, and then milking their blood to bathe in it. God, I love bloodbaths. And welcome back. So... As you make your way on through the uh, waves of the uh, Tyrian Sea, you head, I believe the plan was to go north from Kion to Delay. Okay. It yes. is a journey that takes the better part of two days, mm-hmm. with the intent of a right. You leave on. Uh, you leave halfway through the second of first shoots. And will likely arrive late on the third in the evening. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you have any plans uh, or things to discuss during the journey? You have taken on seven hundred survivors who you tend to decant at delay, not decant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> disembark. Decant. Disembark. We've been although, drinking in the break, listeners. <laughs> uh, although I, I, I would make a point mm. of making the offer to anyone who wants to stay in. Uh, 
crew either the Hesperidia or the uh, the Krakensbane. The Krakensbane needs it's fixing. so much. Yeah. Work. You you broach the subject. There are a handful who might well be interested in assisting with the Hesperidia once they have more of their affairs in order, as you did prioritize the sick and the needy. Yeah. Um, mm. But the majority of the, there are while there are certainly some who who, who express an interest in crewing the Krakensbane. It, that interest is predicated upon the Kraken's Bane becoming a functioning ship. <laughs> yeah. Uh, however, uh, there are smaller dock dry docks uh, at delay. They're mostly, you know, they're, they're not as if effective as the ones at Portercells or the ones that used to be in Kion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are places to uh, to hold and work on a ship, and uh, provided you can get together. Uh, a shipwright uh, and pay for crewed materials. Uh, it may be possible to have the ship crews at delay work on completing the Kraken's Bay. Okay. Um, on that note, at some point in these few days, I'd like to call Benny. Yeah. So and tell her what not call yeah. her. Send her yeah. to Benny. I'd like to fantasy call Benny. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and I mean, do you want me to do a sending spell? Yeah, you want to. Okay. We've got two days, yeah. yeah. yeah I'll, I'll do one off the top of my head. Yeah, yeah. I am drunk in real life, so um, we'll see how this goes. <laughs> yeah. um, Benny, darling. We've got your broken ship headed to delay. We'd love you to help fix it. Would it be possible? It's named Kraken's Bane. Okay. It's Kraken's Bane. No, definitely not. No, it's definitely two words. You might, you can write it as one word, but linguistically speaking, it's two words. (laughs) And I was thinking more like Wolf Spain. But for the purposes of the spell, because, you know, in theory it's syllable can be. Celestia thinks it's two words, so I've done it as two. It was like she's, uh, yeah. As the bundle of spirits departs and returns a few moments, uh, it returns a little bit later, uh, quite short, very quickly later actually, uh, with a response from Benny. You've got my ship? Right. I'll make my way to delay. Um... Mm, can probably make time. Ooh. <laughs> I'll fix it. You need a crew. Money. I think that might be 25 words. Uh, but uh, if, you were, if you were to spend a second sending, then she, yeah, 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 to convey, do. uh, she does inform you that you will, uh, that she's happy to come by and work on it. She'll catch a ship. She'll make, uh, she'll wait until there is a ship that is heading direct uh, towards delay that she can uh, get passage on. Mm-hmm. And she gives you a rough estimate. Mm-hmm. She'll need to look at the ship mm-hmm. and ascertain the, uh, uh, the level of damage it's received uh, and what uh, from being in port, what works need to be done. But based on the last report she received of where it was, of, of how the construction was going, she thinks you're going to need about 12,000 uh, gold 
crowns mm -hmm. uh, to pay for materials to complete it, mm -hmm. repair expected repairs to the hull from any damage it may have sustained mm -hmm. uh, from uh, being in a undead-ridden city for a while, mm -hmm. uh, to and to pay for cannons mm -hmm. uh, and pro and armaments and and some basic. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, stuff. interest! How many cannons could it take? One moment. So, looking at my notes here, so it is ba it is functionally uh, an improve an experimental design based around a fifth-rate naval frigate. Um, you know that the uh, and the uh, so you know this information doesn't really come from Benny because sendings are limited. But you take a look around the ship, yeah. making your way through the various pressive people who are. Uh, you know, taking shelter. Could I roll a sailoring come? check? Yeah, to, give me a uh, wisdom check with proficiency. Okay. Okay, wisdom with proficiency. Yeah, so yeah. that is sailoring. Yeah. That's 15. 15. Okay, so uh, you know that uh, this is kitted out as per a stat. Uh, uh, pretty. In terms of uh, just physical armaments, pretty similarly uh, to your standard uh, naval frigate, uh, so one that would be used by as a ship of war. Uh, it is designed to take 20 18-pounder long guns, 22 12-pounder long guns. So this is designed to be a range ship, uh, uh, better for ranged attacks rather than the uh, um, broadsides. Yeah. Right. So, so the broads it has broadsides, but instead of using the carronades, which are shorter range but pack a heavier punch per weight, mm -hmm. it's designed to engage targets at a longer range. You could replace these long gun emplacements with carronades mm -hmm. to do more damage mm -hmm. at the price of having to get closer in. Right. To do the uh, to do the that damage. The 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 emplacements can take either. And a scalpel if, versus a sledgehammer. Yeah, and if you want to discuss doing that, uh, have a word with me outside of recording times, and Fine. we'll work out yeah. what it will cost to change that. So Benny's right. estimate is based on using long guns rather than grenades. I'm going to get the other two together after this mm -hmm. conversation. So, Benny says it's going to be about 12,000 gold for uh, what we need. That would be... I've done some sums. Right. If oh I sell everything and cash in my notes... I have 4,000. Right. I want a stake in this ship. Fair uh, enough. How are you doing? I've got a 1,000 of books I could get rid of. Yeah. Um, this is if I sell are... everything. I've, I've got another 1,000 of those rare, uh, rare books. And plus the... You've got money I've got the some jewellery. Yes. Um, I've only got about 600 gold. And about... Obviously not everybody has to be willing to give up everything. And I am conserving a little tiny bit for me but that is most of my money and I'm willing uh, to help with the ship. Corzin does a few um, like uh, back of the postcard um, uh, calculation says right on me now at the uh, current market rates if I can get the right buyer I've probably got um, uh, 1850 but combine that with what I've already got in the bank hmm We'd be about somewhere between two and four thousand short, I think. 
Uh, one thing I will note is you know from previous work around shipyards, mm -hmm. you probably only need half of the money to get Benny started, right? Uh, and uh, and she will work. She will work on credit for part of it. So as if long we can as you get can pay six thousand together, yeah. As long as you okay. can settle up the bill when it's done to pay off the various oh, creditors. I mean, I have that. If, yeah. Yeah. I. I mean, either we can just use yours and we can contribute later, or you can use your money that's in the bank and I'll give you a thousand. You can have all of this one thousand books worth. You sure? Yeah, I, I don't need these. These ones are for wisdom, but these ones you can have. Cousin, right. darling, we have a kraken to kill. Yes, we do. We're going to need a ship to do that. Well, we're going to need a fleet to do that, but we need a ship to start with. What am I going to do with money? <laughs> really? Exchange it for goods and services like everyone else. <laughs> But I take your point. No, I don't need much. I, I came from a background where I had a lot of money and none of it was ever for anything good. I think it's about time it was used for something actually worth bothering with. Yeah. Um, Thank you both. And I think that if... I'm really serious. I'm willing to put 4,000 in. I need to sell some shit and I need to cash in some notes, but that's about how much I've got. These I mean, this is obviously with time. If she'll do it for half to start with, let's start with that and then if, go from well, there. All right, if, if we're going to do this then, I think um, if I put down what I have, which should cover uh, enough to get her started, um, then I will happily allow you to purchase a uh, each a third share in, uh, in the ship. I think we're in everything together, yeah. really, aren't yeah. we? I think it's happened. I've never embracing. owned. <laughs> never owned anything before like yeah. that. Wouldn't it be nice though? Well, it's weird. <laughs> I mean, I've sort of owned things, but not really. You know. Maybe one day I'll have a house. There is a, another thing we've possibly got to um, <laughs> consider about sweets. this: mm. is um, gingerbread house. A, I don't know how long the uh, the work is going to take, but B, um, we couldn't have got this. Even out of the dry dock, if it weren't uh, for Briggs and Hesperidia. So he's probably going to want um, some sort of uh, recompense for that. What if we offer him help? I think that's probably the best bet. This is a. If we a... offer to help him with the Scarlet Wind stuff. Yes. Mm. That... We could. I mean, this is a bit of a hefty suggestion, but. We could become one of the Scarlet Wind fleet. For now. That's probably what he would ask for Until anyway. Until we have our own To be honest, fleet. I've not any particular objection to that. It's I just want a case free of slaves. It's just a case of how long for you know we'd be bound to doing that rather than being I don't our think own Briggs people. is one for binding people. Hmm. That's fair, but we have to at least um No, I think we should help him. It. But yeah. I don't think he'd be one to bind somebody to his service. No. I think that... if we approach him and we say, um, offer him help when we have a ship, whenever we can, also for not... helping us out of the bay, not... I, I don't think that has to be a contract. I think maybe... It's not just him, though. He's yeah. one of many. Yeah. We don't know what the rest of them are like in terms of We binding. certainly owe him, at the very least, a big favour. Well, we... we... We're going to be working on his ship for a bit. I'm happy yeah. to, you know, owe him a It's going to be a long time until that's finished. Mm. Probably take a few months. I mean, it's a wreck, isn't it, really? It's, well, it's a start. <laughs> With yeah. your uh, sailoring check, yeah. you're not a shipwright, but no. judging normally, frigate like this would take 
six to eight months to complete. Right. More than half the work has been done. Yeah. It's enough to get it floating, mm-hmm. but it really is literally at this stage a hole mm-hmm. with a rudder with some ropes on. Yeah. Like it, it floats. There is a lot of. It needs masks. Yes, yeah. needs masks. Yeah. <laughs> needs rigging. There's a lot of stuff that needs doing to it. Uh, so it will be probably at least a couple of, of months in mm-hmm. di- in dry dock to mm-hmm. complete it. Right. We should tell Molly. Yes, we absolutely should. Should we do that now? Yeah, I mean, I. And you see, there's a a, a small grin curling. I'll at the be side. clear with her. Don't worry. Yeah, no, but, but um, he's saying, I, I can't wait to see her face when we um sail into uh into Meermere with this. Aww. I mean, if you'd rather it was a surprise, I won't tell her. But I think it's nice. No, to no, no, no. Her. I think um, I, I think definitely tell her. Well, look, uh, since we last spoke to her, uh, we've been back to um uh, uh to Destin's and cleared out. Uh, the best part of another thousand gold. Mm. So, um, I think probably what we should uh, uh, tell her is the truth that um, with the money that we have already saved, we can start work on our own ship. Mm-hmm. That the two of you have a third stake in it because you are. Equally responsible for this being even a, the vaguest possibility. Aww. And that we will, as soon as it is ready, be making sail for them. So, we need to tell we have a broken ship. We have an incomplete ship. We have an incomplete ship. Yeah. ship. That sounds better. But we're a good way towards getting the rest of the funds. Yes. Um, we have enough already that work can begin. Right, I'm going to do ascending. Right. I'm not okay. going to write it down, I'm just going to do it. Yeah. Okay. Molly, darling. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm such a cunt, that's not in character. Um, we have an incomplete ship. Name, Krakensbane. Enough money that work can begin. on way to the rest. Hope to see you soon. It works. It's about a minute delay before. Fucking hell. What did you even have? I don't want to know. <laughs> Looted a dead man's I'm going to say that I'm basically <laughs> yeah. under-reading this so that yeah. you get yeah, it word yeah. for word. I'm not going to do it because it'll be confusing yeah. for the listeners. Yeah. But just imagine but yeah. that I'm saying yeah. this in time with her almost. Keep alive to sail that ship home to us. We're with you all, Molly. Mm. He is missing you, darling. Corzin's face is damp. 
Aww. I give him a cuddle. He returns it. <laughs> One last thing, uh, based on that state sailing check, that I just want to make a note of. Mm-hmm. You won't know until it's done, but the Charlie's Regret, just for comparison, was a two-master brig sloop. It was significantly smaller than a fifth-rate frigate. Mm-hmm. Um, it had a crew of 121. This, uh, the Kraken's Bane, will be rated for a crew of 280, mm-hmm. of which, uh, w- or at least 280 is what it's set for, assuming you have 60 marines on board. Um, if you are sailing with a pirate's or privateer crew, you're, that means you're anticipating 220 ordinary sailors were but taking a single share Mm -hmm. and then 60 on double shares who are more trained combatants right okay uh so this is very much set up as a as a naval ship oh it has a couple of bow guns i didn't mention uh bow guns even Mm -hmm. uh but more importantly uh it is fast the Charlie's Regret had a very excellent uh, six, uh, speed of about six knots, uh, standard travel speed. Most most fifth-rate frigates go down to about five five and a half. Mm-hmm. You would not be surprised. Uh, Benny thinks she can get eight mm-hmm. with the uh, with the whole design and mass designs she's been working on. Which would make it one of the fastest ships in the uh, on the sea. Ooh. Excellent. <sighs> Not um, as fast as the clappers she's planning, but uh, those still require. Still fucking but, fast. But those yeah. those require a lot of iteration to work on. And the, probably more the gold. Yeah. Yeah. I have a couple of weird Kraken's eye things I'd like to do in that couple of days. All right. All right. Um, I mean, for a start. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much you want to hand wave this. That is up to you and how much you want to just describe it in passing. Cool. Obviously, Celestia will check in on her sister and brother again to see how they're doing. Okay, so we'll just do that in order. So, Quilena. Mm-hmm. You go down in the depths to search for her. You cannot find a bubble. Okay. She's somewhere protected. Andrew. It's not good at resisting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's dumb. Okay. Maybe he isn't. Maybe he's just rolling badly, you know? Well, the dice, no. <laughs> the dice de- state how dumb or smart we are, regardless uh, of what we think. Andron is actually, uh, by the time you check it, it's late afternoon. He is wearing a similar set of... Uh, uh, well, a plainer set of uh, sunglasses compared to yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he is riding across country. Okay, so not necessarily in our sun anymore. Uh, he appears to be riding across open plains. Is, what's the landscape between Delay and Alison? Alison, roll a nature check for the geography. Did, yeah. did we walk this way? You know, uh, that's really good. That there. is a 24. I know, it's more a question of recognising okay. where he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the so the landscape between Alison and Delay is farmland, not currently not like in in various states of array or disarray, uh, bordering along the river, dotted by villages. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is also farmland. Uh, there is a distant river 
uh, with distant villages and so on. He's riding along a road. However, you get a good look at it, and at one point you actually see in the distance, you think you can actually make out the distant speck of Alessant far on the horizon. But the side of the river it's on indicates that he is not riding towards delay. But he could potentially be riding towards treachery. Because uh, that's the other way to delay, isn't it? Potentially. You do mm. not know more than that. Okay. Uh, with a 24, you know where the sun is in the sky. Based on the position of the sun, he appears to be riding southwest. In a southwesterly direction Could along the road. Towards anywhere in particular. Uh, so, uh, if you uh, do, you have your map of. Do, I, do you have a map of Saul? Oh, I yeah. might have a map of Saul. Give me a second. I feel like I do. Because yeah. I have a map. Sorry for here, the rustly but... paper noises, listeners. Just bear with me. I think I've given you one. There we go. I do have a map of Saul. So, uh, so toward we're... going southwest from Alessant would take you in broadly in the direction mm. if you wanted to go towards Terra Champ uh, or Planchette or Delavant or similar. I don't have any of those. This is an old map. I'm oh, sorry. okay. So I'm going to give you I a really don't. Yeah, apologies. map, um, which has some slight spoilers on. Uh, so but it, yeah, it yeah. potentially could also be towards treachery. Yeah. Listeners, you shall have this in the yeah, normal yeah. places. This will be a, a cover. You'll be able yeah, to look at the Yeah, it could be towards treachery quite easily. Yeah. You'll, you'll, you'll have this as you That's the usual the in the map. Hmm. So where is treachery? Uh, treachery hmm. is on the border uh, with Thrine. It's up there. Uh, it's too far. To, oh, uh, so no, actually, he's riding. He's riding lower than that. Mm. Okay, so yeah, he's riding towards Terrasville. Mm. Okay, it could be that he's heading over land to Kion. Could be. Maybe he might be heading to Kion. Oh, I Did hope you... not. There's okay. lots of people who know we were there. Did you have any um, uh, luck, or have you had a chance to look at the, any the ciphers? Um, oh shit! Yeah, I'd like to spend some time doing that. That's right. Well, so yeah, you can, right. spend a, you can spend you can spend you make two days worth of attempts if you want to spend several hours on this. Which because you're not can I? Not, is that alright? Yeah, you're not really engaging in any other tasks. So what kind of check is that? So this is an intelligence check, uh, but you have his cipher notes, which allows you to make it with advantage. Oh, it's with advantage because yeah. I just I just rolled two together. I mean, two. Ten, I mean, that's I guess, day one. I guess yeah, that's day one. So that is. A twenty-four, for yep. the first one, and um, a fifteen for the second one. So, you work on the on the code. It's sort of you. You end up just filling several sheets of paper with scratched out uh, failed attempts. But you're pretty. But you're. You feel like towards the end, you start. You manage to isolate out what you're pretty sure are the vowels. This is actually a fairly complex rotating cipher. Mm. Um, but you think it works off a five-letter code word, uh, and you eventually just try out, uh, sort of going through, trying out different code words, seeing how you can go. Uh, but you, you, you end the first night too exhausted to continue. However, by noon the following day, you have the page that he was on. There's a physical page being handed to me, listeners. I'm very excited. There were multiple sheets of paper. You only saw one. Yeah. Piece of paper. Okay, I'm going to read this out so that A, you guys hear it, and B, the listeners hear it. Mm -hmm. So you come together uh, uh, within... uh, Tuville, could I... Knowing the place in the world, could I lengthen that? You can make some guesses, yeah. 
I don't know what that is. In, uh, so like as me, I don't know what that is. Oh, again, I'm, I'm going to give you the map, the the map with the map, smaller map, names map, on, because I need to give you a newer version of that map anyway. Uh. Okay. okay oh. Cool. 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 So. Lose bridges of Terrasville. Front will push to. South of, I would guess that would be S of. Oh, lose bridges south of Teville. Front will push to Von Dion mm -hmm. within week. Allied army north to converge LSR. Where could that be? Oh, God, this is really hard. No, I legitimately can't tell. I'm the sorry. Actual, uh, it, I'm, because I'm of the encoding, it's I'm looking at the map sentences. too much. Like, so, I, uh, what we'll say, look towards the north. No, like, of the map. Oh. as Ellie, like, oh, as I'm Ellie. struggling. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. Uh, roll... Celestia would know places. I wouldn't. Uh, roll, just roll me a quick intelligence check then. Okay. See if you know. Um, 20. Dirty. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, sorry, I need the map myself to just quickly point up the area. Uh, so, yeah, you think that it's probably referring to. Uh, Lisieux, which is just at the, at the very northern edge of okay. Alassant by the near the border. So, lose bridges south of Deville. Front will push to Vendion within week. Allied army north to converge in Lisieux. Eight, um, eight the first shoots. Forty thousand infantry, ten thousand cavalry, forty thousand battle artillery. Thrine neutral but favours our regiment. You're uh, you are not really sure that it, what's the actual uh, shortened A R G M T. Yep. Okay. That's all it says. A regiment with Thrine arrangement with Thrine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To foster our artifly. And then that's so as far as it got on the page before it went to the next page, oh. and we never saw the next page. R could be my family name. I don't want to say it because, again, we've talked about thought spells, but... Um, Fair enough. I mean, you've... Um, <clears throat> I don't know if you speak Elvis, but you've um, seen Leah's arm. That's mm. an elven R. Ah. Uh. Um, oh. R to fly. What was the enemy... Who's leading the enemy army these days? What were they called? So the royalists. I mean, it could yeah. be the royalists. It could be the resistance. They both begin with a fucking R. <laughs> For fuck's sake. So what was the name of the general? Uh, so these days, the general of uh, is uh, Colonel. Uh, well, now General uh, Marie Honoré is reading is leading the uh, oh, royalist army. Don't know. Arrangement with trying to foster R. R to fly. Difficult. Um, we should tell the assembly this stuff. We should tell us about this. Yes. Yeah, this is military secrets I they could use. I don't imagine he's going to be fighting for the resistance. What would, what would my family's allegiance be on that? Because my guess is Ellie mm -hmm. is with the king. Your guess is as good as Celestius. Cool. That's what my guess is. Because says. this is such a but I foreign environment know. that... Just because of where the Ebon Guard have been fighting, mm. well, like my... I'll do this again. Because of where the Ebon Guard have been fighting, my guess would be with the king. If so many of them are employed by him, we haven't seen any Ebon Guard with the resistance. My family's all about the Ebon Guard. I 
and that's, that feels right, but I don't honestly that, that know. That sounds I don't right, know but we've got to take into account that the Avangard were forcibly dismissed by the king. Very true, but they might be trying to get favour back. My family don't like it when their image is disrupted. Would, would your family stand more to gain by the king being in power? And I assume they probably would because, well, they trust nobility more than they trust the common people, let's be mm. fair. Mm. I would have thought a family who has had power through its name and its ancestry would stand with a king rather than That's what an I elected... Like. I don't feel like they'd stand with the common people. They believe more in loyalty and superiority via birthright than via anything else. I think they would vote to maintain the illusion of nobility. Right. Well, we can ask for that if this is his troops or theirs. That might clear things up a bit. Yeah. Can um, I don't know how much you want to do this, like word Sorry. for word. Yeah. But I want to send to Savat about this and give him a vague rundown. Okay. Uh, what information do you convey to Savat? Um. Fuck. I don't know how much I can say without saying the name. We don't need to be here. Yeah, you're best not hearing. But okay. I think it might be good for the name to be in it, because I think that's helpful to people. I trust you, Celestia. Yeah, anything you want to say, you can. Anything you don't want to say, we won't so push. Do you want it word for word? Uh, you can mention that you say the name. I don't actually want it word for word. I just want to know what information So I, I say Adrian's full name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which we've not said on the podcast yet, so mm-hmm. I think I'm yeah, going to... Okay. So you, you go into a separate yeah. room and quietly say this. Yeah. Um, I say he has... Oh, God, I'm really struggling here. Sorry, there's a lot of information in this to, con- mm-hmm. to convey. I don't do all the numbers of the troops. I say... Um... I say about 90,000 troops. Okay. Um, don't say which are which, because that's a lot for one sending yeah. spell. I say like 90,000 soldiers. Um, the date is probably important. I say within the week, um, they'll push to Vondion. I say lose bridge south of Teville. I say um, I say Thrine I say Thrine neutral but favours I put that whole sentence in mm-hmm. um, I say Thrine fostering our art to fly just in case that means anything to him okay okay you get a response back. <laughs> Concerning. Source of information. If you can return, speak with me. Info matches up to existing reports concerning trend. Prefer speak in person. More secure. 
that's about all we can get through. Yeah. I mean, should I spend another spell and talk to him? Tell him where I got it from? Yeah. I wandered into the other room where you two yeah, are. Yeah, right, I tell um, him that it's, it is reliable information, but we'll talk more in person, I guess. Yeah. 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 I'll say, basically, info from Scrying Spell, reliable. Um, we'll find you in person. He thanks you for the information, uh, says he'll check it against his sources, and uh, does ask you to come and see him. He's in Alison, yeah? Yes. Cool. Okay, so that's another thing to do in Alison, that's good to know. Fair enough. Um, another thing that I thought of, yeah. while we've got a couple of days and I've got a couple of charges mm-hmm. on the eye, we do have a world to save. Yeah. And I wondered if it oh, was yeah. worth... I know it's a bit left field and we've been doing a lot of other things, but... Um, the big bomb spell arrangement. Oh, yeah. yeah. I wondered if it was worth looking to when that idea is first had. That's very I don't know if thought. that will be past, future, present, what, but. Oh. I, I just. I had a thought and I thought it might be good. Yes. That's a good thought. Yes. Yeah. It's a terrifying thought. Mm. But yeah. Alright, so. You get your, uh, you get the Kraken's eye out and begin spinning. What we need, exactly? Well, yeah. We need to have a conversation about oh, yeah. what we're going to say there. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, what, what do you I want to ask? I was thinking, um, show me the first time the idea is proposed for the thing that ends the world. Mm, yeah, we need to be In 2300. My fear is, whatever we say, it's going to show us thinking about it when we've just seen it. because That's it why I said proposed. Yet. Posed's a good word. Rather than thought of. Yeah. Because I mean, otherwise it should be a man sat there like, no, it'll be just oh. us. <laughs> it hasn't happened yet. It'll be just us after the eye. But we'd never going, pose it, you know. We wouldn't put it to somebody as a real unless, thing. Unless it is us. And then well, we'll then we'll the find future. out. You I don't know? like that, but we should know. We least. should know if it's us because then we could not do it. <laughs> that would be a really easy solution. We don't great. know. We don't know that the first thing that you saw was the first time a spell like that was used. It makes sense, but we do not actually know. We don't even know if it was a spell. Alright, I guess a spell, because the biggest thing I've seen is Scamp's Fireball. But we've also seen what bombs could do. I mean, if a bomb was really big, it could look like that. Alright. Maybe... um... The first time it's proposed, though, that that makes sense, because if that doesn't happen... Mm. Yeah. That's one step towards preventing it happening at all. It might all. be in like 600 years, you know, but... Mm. <sighs> well, no, that can't be in 600 no, years because my maths is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Ellie's drunk, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Not that bad. Not hugely drunk, but you know. No. Alright, how about... Um, show us the people responsible for that. No, it could show them at any stage of their lives. That's too inspecific. No. We need to know when it... Yeah. Show us the person you... proposing the idea for the thing that ends the world in 2300. Okay. That sounds alright. Or maybe for the thing that kills everyone because technically the world hasn't ended. The mm. world's still here. Yeah. Um. What's the word for a lot of people dying? Massacre. The massacre. Genocide. Yeah, but that's a specific that's specific people. <laughs> <laughs> I, owe the, I owe the precise definitions okay. of mass murder. Show us 
Because, the person yeah. proposing for the first time the thing that kills millions of people in 2300. What's the location that we saw it in? Crosswater. Crosswater. Then we should say crosswater. We don't know how wide the effect was. I mean, Olga said it could be anywhere, but yes, maybe the thing hit crosswater and went everywhere. Maybe that's what sparked it elsewhere. Yeah, let's, let's have a go. So I spin the eye on the table. Hmm. I say, show me the proposal... For the thing that kills millions of people in 2300 in Crosswater. You didn't say a word limit on this. So there is no word there limit. Uh, you spin it, spins around, and it comes to a stop. You then try the previous wording, which was show, because I'm just going to give you this because it's boring otherwise, which was <laughs> show me the person proposing oh, the thing, yeah. because right. it must target a person or a location. Oh, okay. cool. yeah. rather than uh, yeah. Show me the person. So she goes, oh, hang on, I said it slightly differently before, didn't I? <laughs> that works. Got to have a person. I'm do tired. Yeah, let's yeah. do it again. So, it was a long week. Yeah. Yeah. So you asked to see the person proposing the thing that kill that has killed millions of people in <laughs> Crosswater by twenty three hundred. Just be glad you're not using a fucking using a fucking wish spell. <laughs> uh, where where syntax is so important. Oh, give me seven levels. Yeah. <laughs> Nine levels. I can't maths. <laughs> All right. As you spin the uh, the eye, the, it begins to oscillate outwards into a loop. And once again, you find yourself drawn down into the depths below. First of all, increment that three to a four. <laughs> oh, I hate this. As you find yourself peering through the many hundreds of orbs, you are pulled towards a single one. There, you find yourself in what appears to be a university lecture theatre of some description. Not Not one that you're intimately familiar with uh looks similar to the ones that you saw where uh, through windows when visiting crosswater university but again it could be a the, it could be a theater uh, a lecture theater any marks of the time period being different like anything i don't recognize in terms of what people are using to write or anything like that yes uh so looking around the quality of the shirts look different a lot of people are wearing very finely uh, machined and sewn shirts with little lapels of a different style to, the, uh, to today uh, many of which are quite short sleeved they cut off above the elbows no one is wearing uh, culottes or, or similar everyone is just wearing trousers uh, akin to those worn by the resistance fighters of today or they are wearing skirts many of which are high and over the knee Mm. Um, actually sorry they'll be slightly below the knee Uh, there some of the shirts even have little little pockets and pens are in and yeah there's not you're not seeing much of uh, dip pens it seems that they are all using pens with no obvious ink uh, ink uh, pots or similar Mm. to write with Uh, the 
person standing at the front is a is a, a tiefling woman uh, okay. with slightly branching uh, horns of an uh, of a of an antlery style, uh, pale white uh, skin, and uh, pink eyes. What color? What color's eyes are? What color is wisdom there? Uh, wisdom has white eyes, mm-hmm. but roll an insight check. Mm-hmm. Natural twenty. Oh. There is a familial resemblance. Mm. A little distant, maybe a granddaughter, or something similar, mm-hmm. or a distant niece, a great niece, or similar. Doesn't necessarily. There are other. Uh, it, it could conceivably have come from. Hope or courage, if it or but some other maybe part that of the line. family, but quite possibly that line. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are delivering a lecture uh, to a number. There are some some younger looking students, but there are a number of distinguished looking uh, older individuals towards the back of the theatre who are taking notes as well. The exact technical language she is using is not immediately familiar to mm-hmm. you. Uh, I would like you to roll an arcana check, please. Oof, nine. It is actually a little bit over your head. Uh, she appears to be talking about uh, problems with something to do with nested uh, electrons, uh, the, uh, something called atomic weight, uh, talking to do with, uh, speaking about nuclei, and... Yes, yeah, unless she doesn't know yeah, that no, shit. It doesn't sound like magic in the way that you're used to. Although every now and again she'll use sort of thaumaturgical terminology. Um, and as she demonstrates with the chalk, periodically she will make a couple of motions and there's one point where she conjures an illusion in front of her, showing what looks to be several little like tennis balls that are brightly colored intersecting with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and she shows one of these little balls firing out and striking a big clump and splitting it. As the clump splits, more of these little balls come out and strike other illusory balls and so on and similar. A few things do stand out. She speaks about the tremendous release of energy in the form of heat of the uh, of the sheer production that could be achieved by it. How, if this reaction uh, can be stabilized, if it can be harnessed, could be used to power the whole western coast of Sunder with enough exploitation. She seems to be... Uh, she's, uh, she's selling it very much on the subject of, uh, uh, of a source of uh, of needing energy and something called electricity, which you're not really familiar with, um, but yeah, we call it like lightning, wouldn't we? With yeah, you're spells. mostly thinking about you mostly think of it in terms of light of lightning and things like the light yeah, bulb. Yeah, electricity isn't really a word yet. Yeah, it's it's it, it it's, it's a word, but you're not read up to date on scientific literature of the current day, hmm. uh, so you're not really familiar with the experiments going on at the moment uh, to understand it. But l- judging from the crowd, some seem keenly interested. In some, you see the light, uh, light of hope and excitement in their eyes. Others have a dark, troubled expression 
and one and and there is one half orcish gentleman in the back who is tapping his uh, pen against his paper. Half orc. Yeah, there's a half orcish gentleman. Um, Does he resemble any half orcs we know? Roll an insight check. Because I mean, we've met a few yeah. that have yeah. yeah, yeah, the story. Yeah. Um, 80... No, 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 that's wrong. Sorry, I'm forgetting what my insight is. Give me a minute. Um, that's 13. It's more the shape of the brow and the jawline and, uh, uh, and how much of an underbite he has, but there's no way that it could be hereditary. I don't think that passes down hereditarily, but he does have a... But, but this orc's unibrow just reminds you so much of oh. that one captain that you swear there's a familial resemblance there. And indeed, he seems to be wearing some sort of... something akin to a uniform. It's not a uniform you clearly recognise. There's some traits that bear a similarity to the naval uniforms of the or Orcish Navy, um, but cut differently, again, in this simpler, more machined-looking style. Mm-hmm. But he seems to be make. But, but he is making his notes. He's just making small scrap, like pencil scratch notes around in his paper. Because of the limits of the bubble, you can't really clearly see. So I'm going to ask you for a perception check to try and peer at what he's writing. Oh god, eleven. No, all you can see is that he's he writes a couple of things and then circles one thing a few times. And there is a glint in his eye of seeing something that maybe only a few other people in the room have seen, but that no one else is willing to step forward and engage in. You don't get a lot more else out of the... uh, Does he have anything with a name on? uh, Yes, he does. Mm -hmm. He has a... uh, Okay. Uh, He has a a name badge uh, saying... I, um, yeah, okay, let's go for this. Uh, I, uh, Black Tusk. Hmm. And actually, um, yeah, you do find, you do take a note of the name of the professor as well, mm-hmm. uh, which is 1K Gramani. Okay. As these, uh, as the, uh, you you catch the very end of the uh, of the lecture uh, proceed uh, coming to its end before the bubble begins to destabilize, and as people are filtering out, uh, Black Tusk steps down uh, to, uh, and joins a crowd of people around uh, Professor Gromani and takes the opportunity to uh, shake her hand. Says, says, "Oh, I have a." Uh, I was not expecting uh, a member of the Royal Navy to show up. Well, they're always interested in new proposals for energy development. Perhaps we can, uh, perhaps I can introduce you to some people and we can talk a little bit more about uh, getting some funding for your department. Oh yes, um, 
that would that would be very helpful. We are having some ground issues. Come, let us talk a bit more over this way. And the and the bubble ripples and then breaks. Oh, just before it breaks, is yeah. there a date anywhere, like on the blackboard or anything like that? Uh, give me a perception check. Cool. Um, nineteen. You do, as you kind of frantically search around, feeling the bubble coming to its end. Uh, there is no date on the blackboard, but you do spot a rolled up newspaper in someone's pocket, mm-hmm. which bears the date. Uh, the. One moment. Okay, it is the third of first colours. 1928. Great. Historians, uh, it might have happened earlier in our timeline, but that's where I'm putting it for the moment. Mm-hmm. Oh, history nerds are so happy right now. Yes. <laughs> so um, I come back to the present and relay literally all of this. Tiefling professor, though. Hey. Can we take a second? Maybe wisdom manages it. I hope so. Certainly looks like it. Um, and we have a name now, right? We've got I Black Tusk and K Gramani. Can we? Um, can you search for a Captain uh, uh, Black Tusk of uh, out of character? What was the name? Was it? Oh, the canard. Cap, uh, search for a Captain Black Tusk of the canard. If we can find where he is, we can murder him, and then yeah. Well, do we think that'll actually stop it? It might not. If he already I'd, has children, I don't know. But I'd be more inclined to look for the pivotal moment in I Black Tusk's life. Look for the moment when it starts to happen. Well, where he gets the idea, I thought that was no, one no, no. That's not the not the idea. The point where it's made, if we can get anything from that, but maybe may that won't make any difference. But he's the one who perhaps funds it currently. That's the most likely outcome. If this exists, someone if there's this thing that creates this power that can then be used to destroy. His existence is going to be used as a weapon regardless of if it's this guy. Someone will do it. It doesn't matter if we kill him. It might just happen later. It'll just be someone else. They can't just not do anything. No, definitely not. Well... I mean, how long do orcs live? Uh, About 80 years. So not long. So this person isn't alive now. No. no, this I, whoever that is. They've listened. That yes. person's probably like a couple of generations on. Yeah, can't be a person Three at alive least. now. No. I mean, we were kind of thinking of murdering Captain oh, Unibrow anyhow. He's an ass, and we should definitely do something about him. We owe him for the uh, trolley's regret, if nothing else. I could murder him and feel nothing personally, but mm. like, I mean, not nothing, <laughs> but you know. Yeah. If he also has a descendant who creates something horrendous, I see it as killing two birds with one stone, really. I tend to agree with you. I feel like we'll do that and nothing will have changed, if I'm honest. 
Well, we don't know that for the moment. If if it turns out that um, we do it and nothing has changed, then we have avenged uh, Captain Brandy. Yeah, that's but, kind of how I feel. But, oh, chasing vengeance is a bad old game, but yeah. But more. But also, we might be saving the world, we, or at least you know making it happen later. We can't discount that possibility. Also, we don't know if there is if there is this weapon. Which is yeah, I didn't understand much of what they were saying. Alright, if there is a weapon which is created, now. then we do not know that it is not merely the fact that this weapon is in the hands of somebody who misuses it. If the weapon exists, someone will misuse it. It doesn't matter who has it initially. It will end up in the hands of the wrong people. I mean, this might be a matter of in a couple of hundred years, if I'm still alive, I talk to whoever K is and say, don't do this lesson. Don't teach people this. It'll destroy the world. Because if, if she's the person who figures this out, well, ask her to give up her life's work. This sounds like a big deal. Also, Ooh, life's work, really important compared to saving the world. Also, from what she you were... believe it? What if she doesn't, then what? From what you were saying, what she was proposing was not something that... Um, is in and of itself a weapon, merely something that can be used as such. But that's the thing, she could still do work with it, you know? Indeed. But teaching it is in the way that she did is the thing that started it. Why don't we go talk to the Grimanis and tell them that the arts is the way to go? <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice. <sighs> but honestly, we should tell them. We should tell them. Even that would if it becomes anything. a family legend. What if that's what prompt someone to look into it though you see all this that you're saying is like you have a point but I think we still have to try we oh, can't yeah. just be like nothing will happen if we do this we've got to still do it you know crazy thing we're messing with the future but for the moment all we know I can't for... think of anything else to look at yeah. for the moment for the moment all we know for definite is that um, there is a um, an ancestor of this person who is seemingly responsible for the end of the world who is out there in the world right now that is one potential thread we can we can pull at. We can also talk to the Gromanis, try and make it a thing that they tell, they teach their family. They say, "This is a thing." I think I think justice and wisdom would believe us. Yeah. It's not a case of whether or not they believe us. Also, and I'm you know my brain is hurting even thinking about this, but. We have to be very, very careful how we uh, we deal with the foreknowledge that we have of the future. We do not know if this is the future that will be or the future that is most likely. It's the most likely. We know it can be changed. It can be changed. Very well. Olga said. Well, All right. She said there were points that she can't. She said that there were points that she hasn't managed to change. I refuse to believe that we can't. I agree. I can't live like that. I'm sorry. No, I agree. All right. If we were proceeding under that assumption, then... And I'm sorry, but I will kill one person to save the world. Like, if, if killing Black Tusk, apparently that's maybe okay. the name, Yeah. does it? I hate fine. to say it, but I need to know, if you would kill one person to save the world, what if that person's wisdom? Because I cannot let you do that. I'm not going to kill wisdom. I just needed to ask, I'm sorry. Darling, that's not going to happen. If it would save the world, though. <sighs> there are other options. Black Tusk already has our ire for something entirely unrelated. I hope that there's something else. We will try everything else. Because I cannot... No. 
Wisdom we've established is not directly responsible. All that we know for a fact is that at some point in the future, she is likely to have children. That is Any, all we know. Not necessarily Wisdom's child, actually. Anyone That's the thing. family. It, it literally, it could be Hope's. I mean, any of the ones that had antlers, really. That's loads of them. Like, that's the thing. Killing wisdom would kind of do fucking nothing anyway. You'd have to eliminate the line. Yeah, and I'm not going to kill all the Grimanis on a hunch. No. And also, I just... I mean, let's kill all the black tusks on a hunch, but, <laughs> but they were dicks I... anyway. Again, I refer um, you to the, the fact is... they're responsible for... A lot of grievances to us specifically. Thing is, though, yeah. I think you could idly talk about this in a lecture theatre and it wouldn't do anything. I think it depends who's there. Mm. But if the technology... Well, if, the, if, the, if someone knows how it works, eventually it will fall it's into the It's her getting funding from the, funding from the Navy, though. That's what mm. does it. It's somebody from the army being there. You know, 200 years ago, if someone had... Uh, you know, right back when Black Powder was first being um, popularised, before it had superseded bows and arrows. There were people who were complaining that it was an absolutely inhumane and vile uh, invention because now you had the ability for a peasant to kill a lord very yeah. easily and with practically no training whatsoever compared to learning how to use a bow or a sling. At the end of the day, it's... It's technology. And... Well... If at some point in the future there is the ability to wipe out all life, essentially... I'm pretty sure it's all life, from what Olga said. Then she said it didn't matter where I was in the world. Then what we have to do, and the regent knows this is not going to be an easy task. We have to ensure that if this technology is going to exist, regardless of what we do, we've got to ensure that there is at least a fighting chance of a world existing in which it is not used in a way that ends it. Even if it's used on a smaller scale. Even if it's just, you know, less big. We've got to aim for not at all. We've got to aim for not at all, but even if it's less big, that would be something... Or not existing at all. Not existing at all would be ideal, but... But I'm not... I'm not going to go around killing our friends. I think these are people that can be talked to. Yes. And these are people who are reasonable the and they don't want that, that either. The advantage know? that we all have here is that, at least as far as we can tell, the genie is not out of the bottle yet. Also, we've got to keep you alive because you will live that long. Yeah. You can be there. You can watch this. We can, you can I watch can fucking them. talk to her, this, whoever Kay is. I've seen her. I can walk in and stop the lecture. Because I mean... we're not going to live that long. But you could. I'm not treating anything for granted right now. We have to prioritise keeping you alive. Over either of us. I hate that. I know, I hate it too, but we do. Otherwise, how do we save the world? 
What good saving it now if in the future it dies? Sandcastles. I quite agree with you that, you know, it's a better world for everyone if old men plant trees they know they're never going to uh, sit in the shade of, but... No, but... If, if We've got to do what we can do right here, right now. But also, if I don't die doing something stupid, I might be there. Well, I'd Like, hope... in all seriousness, I... Well, in, in any case, if I we hope... are, If we yeah. don't manage to stop this happening... Mm. If I stay alive, I could walk in and make a big noise in the lecture and stop her ever teaching it. I could knock her out. I didn't have to kill her or anything. I could just knock her out and stop it. Well, I'm glad we have that opportunity, but... but we we frankly, don't know that we do. I, we do stupid shit all the time. I could die tomorrow. You we could all to die tomorrow. Child. Yeah. You don't, it doesn't have to be that day. It can be much earlier in her life. You can put her on a different path. I don't like the thought of um messing with destiny. Oh no, that's fine. I was going to say prioritizing one of us over the others. That's really scary. The other option's Leah. She'll live that long. I would like to tell Leah all of this. Okay. You approach. Leah. I'm not going to stop you telling her all of this, but. I'm going to beckon her over now, yeah, like, yeah. into the group. Okay, until she's... I tell her everything. Yeah, you, you, you <laughs> ask someone to get her, and, and yeah, eventually she comes around, she's been busy with the crew. And then you... Ash, <laughs> yeah. before she comes over, what were you going to say? I'm not going to stop you, but I have to ask, is this really something you want to put on her? No, but who else? If there's two of them, but no... All right, uh, though, you understand why I had to ask. One's this not is... enough. I understand why I had to ask. Me too. And I wish I was nicer, but... So I, I tell her. As, I'm not going to uh, go through it all again. The, yeah, the door but... opens and uh, Leah and Clara actually come in. Uh, both of them. Oh, do I tell Clara? Uh, How much have I told her previously? I, I, it's, it was I mean, she was not present when we did the first thing. at all. Oh, she wasn't present when you did the first thing. Okay. Uh, not, when you did, not when you first looked forward to okay, uh, fair enough, yeah. uh, death. Okay, but she did actually see the rest yeah, of the future. She, anyway. the she future. knows most of it. Fuck it. So, yeah. Uh, you fill them in. Leah has sort of slightly wide-eyed. Okay. Wow. Sorry. No, but, um, that's, that's fine. It's just in case one of us dies, and um, we're the people who are going to live the longest here at the moment, so. Just kind of stares at you for a moment. Sorry. No? I guess that's. that's no. I mean, it's, it's mostly on me, but if I die, these two aren't going to live as long as you will. So. I mean, you don't have to do it, you can tell somebody else, but. Um... Right. I mean, hopefully I don't die. That would be the ideal thing. I'm sure that the only reason Celestia is telling you this is because she trusts you like nobody else. Trust? Yes, of course I trust you. But the thing is, social niceties of not wanting to put this on somebody, they, they can't come into this. It's too big. And... Upsetting you, I, I hate it, but this is bigger. No, you're right. If I 
exercise, eat right, and don't get stabbed to death, I might live another 500 years. Oh, <laughs> All right. Such a long time. Well, I guess we'll uh, recover this in, what was it, you said 1928? <laughs> yeah. If need be. In the meantime, you're going to shoot, probably try and kill this guy with a unibrow who killed your old captain? Yeah, fuck yeah. him. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Oh, the worst thing that happens is. is Brandy's revenge, like you say. Yeah. He nothing else comes from it. That's a lot fine. of people, his own people, without thought. He was a real ass. In order to kill a relative. I mean, that's mm. not the guy we want in power in the world anyway. No. No, I don't think anything bad will come from killing him. And also, if we do and he doesn't have kids, then it might push everything forward a bit. Mm. What if he has kids already? Then we go and talk to them. How old do they look? Uh, Black Tusk. uh, uh, I, Black Tusk, look to be in maybe his late 20s. Okay. How old did Captain Unibrow look? Uh, Captain Unibrow uh, was probably 30s-ish. Childbearing age. Orcs age faster than humans right. as well. Um, but also, he is like busy on a ship. Like it depends what yeah. he's been doing, you know. Yeah. Looked like a career captain. Mm. Well, if we're able to take him out, then that's Brandy avenged. If he has children, then there are people to watch. Keep an eye on. I think that's the yeah. most I'd be comfortable doing. I'm not about to kill children over this. No. I know, but it just feels so grim to go, oh, we'll wait till they're adults and then kill them. Clara <laughs> speaks up. Sounds like those are problems for later. Yeah. I think for now you might want to focus on the things you can do now. Very wise words. Yes. Is there anything else we want to do now while I'm scrying? Is there anything we want to look at? Find out where the the captain of the canard is. If we know where he is, we've at least got it's a start. Yeah. one step towards our goal. Okay. I mean, we probably won't be able to find him for months or two. but I mean, Time might... would appear to be on our side there. Mm-hmm. And learning anything would be good. Yeah, because we know so little. You, if you're searching for that, then you plunge into the depths of the eye and focus in on a bubble where you see, up close for the first time, the slightly blue, blue-gray skinned form of the unibrow, <laughs> the unibrowed orc, uh, orcish captain. He is actually in. Uh, he appears to be in the stateroom of a uh, frigate of some sort. Perhaps actually, not even a frigate. Judging from the size of it, uh, what little you can see, at, uh, just from the height, you would make a guess that maybe he's in a ship of the line. Ooh. Was was the canard a ship of the line? Uh, the canard was actually a frigate. So this is. Oh, a, okay, this, so this is, is this is bigger than so the this canard. This is a yeah. So yeah, he's he was the captain of the canard. 
Uh, so it's He's still now maybe had a bit of an upgrade. But, it's, uh, but, been been powerful. Yeah, but intent uh, counts for a lot in this spell, as much as wording. Uh, so yeah, you knew who he was by sight. So you, you, you I will have said Captain the, Black yeah. Tusk of yeah, the Canard. Yeah. So, so you focus in on the right person, and yeah, you see he seems to be uh, staring out at the sea, kind of hands clasped behind his back, um, just grey eyes focused on some middle distant point. Uh, the behind him is laid out a map table, uh, his uh, various personal effects, a comfortable uh, cha uh, uh, chair and bed, and uh, what appears to be a small tea service on uh, cups designed to resist the rocking of waves. Nice. It's uh, really cool. In the <laughs> traditional Orcish fashion, uh, really, the tea is really being served cool black with it. milk <laughs> and optional sugar. Mm -hmm. There's a little little top of a sugar loaf with a little hammer to break sh uh, sugar shards oh, with. So cool! <laughs> Such a tea nerd. <laughs> he doesn't. You just happen to have caught him at a point where there's nothing really interesting happening. Uh, he's just mm -hmm. staring into the middle. He's on a ship. Yeah. But we know it's bigger than the canard, which is something. Yes. Yeah. Uh, is there anything you wish to do in the ten minutes of essentially watching him stare into the distance? At one point, he sits down, gets out a book. Starts reading it. What book is he reading? Uh, he is reading the Well Hung Stable hey! <laughs> by A.P. Honeybee. Um, I'd like to have salacious. a look out the window and see if I recognise any kind of coastlines or anything. Like, I it doubt it. Open sea. Open sea, okay. In which so case, I'd like to read the Wellhung Stable Boy over his shoulder and see if it's any fun. <laughs> he reads slightly faster than you and flips the pages like before you can quite finish. Mm -hmm. um, it's some pretty saucy uh, stuff. By the way, Stowaways, I don't know if we've mentioned this before, but the Wellhung Stable Boy was a book in our old D&D campaign. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. It's and it was filthy. It yeah. Was oh yeah. Filthy. It's it's the the this the, this this Wellhung Stable Boy uh, gets up to. Some shit. Much mischief that I don't oh, yeah. quite read the end of every page. Yeah, it's so like whatever it's like, dirty thing is happening on the next page is always a surprise. It's like, <laughs> you know, he reached down to, and then it just cuts to strangling <laughs> with the uh, with the horse bridle. Wait, what? How did we get to that bit? Yeah. <laughs> um, you just catch the uh, uh, the the the. There's like a hyphen as it turns to. Erotic asphyxiation, and then it just cuts Whoa! off again. Because <laughs> okay. he's reading a I little bit out faster. Loud in character. <laughs> what? Sorry, he was reading the most magnificent spot. <laughs> um, what was in it? You don't want to know. You're too young. Oh. He was reading a book called *The Well Hung Stable Boy* by A.P. Honeybee. Um, he's in the sea, in a ship slightly bigger than the Canard. Right, okay. So he's not on the canard anymore, he's moved up in the world, oh, but um, in the bastard. sea, basically. <laughs> we might want to look back in on him at some point. Right, so he's not anywhere near land, so, well, he's not an immediate threat to anyone. No. Floating away to himself, reading his porn. He's <laughs> worth keeping an eye on, but... Yeah. yeah. Definitely, but there's nothing we can immediately do about yeah. him. But yeah. it's worth checking that he wasn't anywhere nearby. Yes, true. But, you know, we'll have a ship in a few months. Good. So much the better. Mm. Final thing to do with eyes I'd like to do is I'd like to take Leah to one side. Yeah. 
Um, this is an open offer for sort of forever. But if you ever want to look in on Michael, let me know because I can scry now. Don't have to know now, but I just thought I'd throw that out there for if you ever wanted. You can pretend it's not me. She seems to think for a moment. Just... Just tell me whether or not he's okay. Alright. Okay. I, I've done four. And we have two days, yeah. so I assume that I can yeah, do you, this. You're splitting these up. Yeah. So, you plunge in. This time, you... Let's see. Doesn't resist. Okay. Uh, he seems to be uh, sowing seeds uh, and packing them into hard earth. That's all you see. He's wearing. Looks alright. Doesn't look injured or anything. Doesn't look terribly injured. Doesn't appear to. Is uh, that close? He's close. Yeah, he actually appears fairly. Well, not exactly healthy. He looks. A, he looks like he's gone through a lot uh, through a bad time recently. Maybe he's been sick or something, and mm -hmm. he's a little. He's a. He's a little hanging off his frame. But he also looks like he's gotten some better meals into him recently, and is starting to. Uh, perhaps beyond the mend. He just seems to be busy planting in the distance. You see there are a few others, uh, some other humans, uh, a couple, a few, a handful of halflings, and quite a lot of uh, goblins, actually. Hmm. Uh, busy working the fields. Roll nature check. Um, 15? Yeah, it looks like they're preparing a new bed of uh, cotton bushes. Yeah, okay. judging from the existing ones elsewhere. Well, that's all you really see, mm -hmm. and you return. He's okay? Okay. Do you want to know anything else? I'm not. So long as he's okay, I'm not sure I could. That's okay. If I start asking, then I'm, I'm going to fixate on the little details and. There's not a lot to tell, darling. Okay. But if you ever do want to ask, let me know. So long as he's okay. He's okay. He looked all right. Thank you. I'd tell you if he wasn't. She nods. All right. And I'm going to... Um, yeah, she nods and heads back to her own work. So, uh, you've got... One more scrying if you want to do before you make portal delay. Anybody want to scry on anything? Nope. Any thoughts? I'm thinking. Oh, I've got one. Go um, on. I could look at where the Kraken is. Oh, do we want to eat it to know we're looking at it? Though? Probably not. No, it'll resist. It'll definitely resist. We definitely shouldn't. That would be very bad. Also, I'm looking at it with an artifact to do with it. No, that, feel, that feels like an all-round bad idea, and also it's probably just under the sea somewhere. We're not going to get anything useful from it. If we ever do, we should do it from the middle of a big bit of land. Yes. Oh, we're, <laughs> we're on the ship in the sea. No, that would be terrible. Let's not do that. We'll fuck everything. Uh, apart from that, any ideas? That was a terrible idea. Right. I've acknowledged that. It's not going to work. This is probably not going to work either, but I think it's important to at least discount it. 
try and see where the location of the Holy Grail is. Can I do oh. objects? You cannot find an object. And saying the location of the Holy Grail, unless you know what Can that I location is do already. Do the last person to hold the Holy Grail? All right, yeah, that's a useful thing. You can do that. I'll do the last time somebody had it. I don't think I can do a, a thing, but I think I can All right. see the last person to interact with. Like I say, if if I knew if I knew I had the Holy Grail, the first thing I would do would be um, hide it in a place that can't be scribed. But, um, you know. Yeah, I'm going to spin the thing. At the very least, that old oh, discount. Yeah. The person who had it the last location that was scribable. So you don't want to just That's bounce back. really nice. You're very clever. Well no. done. <laughs> I'll ruffle their hair. Um. Okay, so the person in Scrum... <laughs> I'm sorry, gang. Ro- Listeners, Robbie's just held up a hand that says, hello, I am quite drunk on it. Um, <laughs> I, I just need to giggle that out so it's gone. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I say the person who last held the grail in a scribal location... <laughs> okay, wording. The last hell of the scroll the location. Fine. <laughs> Mark on your sheet past one. Okay. Ooh, this is oh, this the first no. pass we've done, isn't it? I don't like it. I don't like it. You plunge deep into the waters. <laughs> And you head low, 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 bubbles floating up beyond you. And again, you feel yourself going down, down into the darkness. There are less bubbles here. And again, you get the sensation of something glimmering as if you're at the edge of something's attention before you focus in a single bubble. Within the bubble, you can see there is a storm, a raging storm, in fact. Uh, It is aboard a ship of some description, and uh, as the ship is, uh, 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 and as everything is caught within the uh, storm itself uh, there is a crew desperately running around i'm going to ask you for a history check though because this is a ship unlike the ships you travel on today 18 18 from looking at uh, you actually do recognize this ship just from a model that you saw at the corner of your eye while you were within the office of uh, Benny's uh, uh, master, Eurist. Interesting. This is an ancient style of ship. Uh, it was a. It is a type of. Uh, it is a type of uh, galley that has that was used by. Actually, it wouldn't even be a galley. This is a long ship. A what? This oh, is a long, long ship. ship. Oh my god, like like Viking like a long classic, ship. Yeah, this is I mean, a, obviously that's not what Celestia yeah, would Yeah, this is a as, classic but... orcish long ship. Uh, it is 
of the style that would have been used uh, over a millennium and a half ago. Okay. Uh, there are a crew of uh, there's a crew of and actually as you look around you can see there are about uh, 60 of these longships uh, moving as a flotilla uh, through the raging storm uh, they are uh, uh, there are orcs shouting at each other in orcish and uh, old orcish as well so it's a bit difficult to understand I don't think Orkish is one of your languages in any case, so you're not really sure what is being shouted because uh, the Kraken's Eye does not convey into understanding your languages. Oh no, definitely not. I don't magically Uh, speak Orkish. And importantly, this is Bif. It's also worth noting this is Bif. You suspect this might be before Petroleone, who is the one who standardised Joven as a language. Mm Uh, in any case, so this is yeah. That's when I say this is Orkish, I mean this is old Orkish. Oh, this is an old dialect. Yeah, this is an old. Well, this is Orkish before it became before the orcs adopted Joven. Right. It's like they're speaking Celtic or something wow. for, right, for okay. comparison. Uh, so you have no idea what they're saying. They're shouting each other in harsh, sort of guttural tones, but you are focused in on one orc uh, with very. You've seen orcs with bluish grey skin before. This one's the blue in this orc skin is so blue, is so pronounced. It's like he actually has just f- very uh, uh, blue skin. Uh, he is garbed in some sort of in a thick uh, sort of uh, what looks like it might be like a seal skin cloak, cloak or similar uh, over one of. Uh, of a uh, over a wooden a woolen uh, uh, cape with some sort of complex tartan-esque patterning to it there is uh, a uh, there's an axe to uh, to one uh, to his hip but he is currently holding in his hand what looks like a small jagged piece of red glass or some sort or, or like it's slightly jagged on one side, but most of it seems to be fashioned into a stone. In a, in an all, it's not it's not a perfect teardrop. It's just sort of be, it's just narrower at one side than another. Okay, so that's what it looks like. Yeah. Cool. And it, uh, uh, and he just seems to be rolling between his uh, fingers, uh, chuckling to himself. Others are sort of shouting to him. He sh- he barks past commands as they are busy uh, sailing, and then someone cries out a warning. They turn. People look, and in the distance, a flotilla of other ships arrive, different in construction, not unlike. Uh, I'm going to ask you for another uh, for another hist- history check here, just in case you recognise these types. Nine. No, you don't recognise the the build, but these are taller, larger than the uh, than the long ships, uh, and they are sail road more than uh, sail road ro- uh, primarily, uh, as much as they are galley uh, roads. So there are so there are people pushing oars, but there are also sails, and the sails. Unlike the sails on the longships, which are being just battered about by the wind, where they haven't just been taken down and the orcs are just rowing, the, despite the chaos of the wind, uh, the winds are just filling their sails and guiding them at terrifying speed towards the Orcish flotilla. 
And that's when you see the trebuchets mounted at... No, actually, we're before trebuchets. This would be the catapults wow. mounted on oh, wow. the uh, on these distant ships, which begin flinging. <laughs> and the pots of alchemists' fire, of elven Ooh. fire, begin some catch in the air, others smash and shatter down into uh, amongst the ships. Within moments, the orcish longships have already begun. Many of them have caught blaze. Other, some are busy trying to put out the flames. Others are drawing axe and shield uh, as the uh, as the taller ships smash into the orcish ships. And the orcs, some of the orcs scramble to try and board. Others are boarded as a horde of pale-skinned, black-haired elves. Uh, descend upon the uh, upon the orcs. Many fire bows. Others wield uh, tipped with coral. Others wield axes made from again some sort of horn or shell uh, on their tips. There is almost no metal amongst them. A few have what appear to be looted orcish axes. From the numbers, they we'd use. be like two elven generations on from this, wouldn't we? Like none of them could still be alive. Uh, yeah, yeah, the, uh, yeah, 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 the, but the, like standard uh, elf lifespan is about know, 600 years. Elf races, mm-hmm. who are these people? Are they sea elves? These are true elves, and yeah, you'd say there is a there's a slight resemblance. Uh, so some of them have black hair, others, and one of them in particular, you see at the at the who strides wielding a pair of uh, uh, wielding a pair of spears mm-hmm. and just stabbing down and slashing has the same brilliant reddish hair as the wood elven uh, as the uh, wood elven queen you met. Okay. Uh, well, that local queen. Uh, so it seems that this seems to be the two hair types that they have. Black hair, do I, do I know of any, uh, any particular tie to that? Uh, not that comes to mind. Is it just a normal elf hair colour? It's, uh, it's amongst high elves, it's more common. Uh, you know that it's, uh, the, that it's, it's more common. Like, it's, a, it's, the, it's the one hair colour that's found amongst all of the uh, three main elf breeds, as it were. Cool. Uh, like, you'll so they could be anyone, but the red hair is... The red hair is especially wood elfy, but yeah, looking up these, you get the feeling these guys are, are probably, um, yeah, these guys are reavers. These guys are definitely okay, like, like reavers. I mean, they're elves at sea. You yeah, like? Fair. I'm gonna say you. Yeah, because the reavers, from what I know, aren't necessarily one type of elf. Uh, they're general. Mad yeah, they, elves in the sea. They are elves at sea. Like you know, if this this is the feeling you are getting from uh, from from this, uh, and you like they could be high elves. They could uh, they could be wood elves. It's hard to tell just by looking at them. But they're doing raiding on the sea. Mm. You know, it's a you it's it's enough of a gap that you could probably guess that's likely what they are mm. at this stage. Though hard to sell, tell whether these are high elves or wood elves just by looking at them. Cool. Uh, so, as they uh, scale down and be, uh, so they uh, they boarding clashes commence and this orc that you've been focused on uh, ends up stri- uh, uh, ends up locked in a duel with the elf wielding the two short spears. Uh, the duel rages as they clash between them. 
and in the distant uh, until strokes of lightning not the distinctive five strokes that you might have seen in the kraken attack but just single strokes of lightning every now and again will crash into uh, a ship in, into one of the orcish ships never into the elven ships uh roll me a perception check mm -hmm. um that's a dirty 20. okay and in on the largest of the elven ships you see uh an elf with uh you see one elf in particular with streaming red hair uh female uh pale skin and she is wearing a crown made from shark's teeth oh nice uh and as uh, uh and she also has a staff made from what looks like whalebone uh and as mm. she uh, as she points as uh, so the lightning strikes down and crashes into the uh, longboats, a group of about thirty of the orcs manage to get up onto her ship. Uh, and as the elves are running forward to fight them, she actually calls them back. The orcs surge forwards, and as she lifts the staff, the waves rise up, crash into the orcs, and just pull them off the deck. Mm. As the last moments of the image come, however, you watch as the uh, elf with the two spears manages to jam his spear through the ribcage of the orcish lord, king, you're not really sure, the orcish leader, and he slumps to the ground. As the, orc, as the elf kneels down and picks up the blood-stained grail, the bubble breaks. Okay. And you feel yourself <laughs> wrenched back up to the yeah, surface. Again, I relay everything. I'm not going to do it because time and right. broadcasting. Um, but uh, with Leah here, preferably. Yeah. Reverse. Yeah. Shit. I mean, I don't know where they'd have put it. Obviously somewhere where it can't be scried. 1,500 years ago, though. None of those ones are going to be alive anymore. No. Unless they've been drinking the stuff the Grail makes, in which case they maybe could be. That would make sense. But you saw the elf that picked it up. Yeah. If they had been doing that, it might still be around. Yeah. yeah. Obviously didn't get a name or anything. Scry but... on the Grail, can scry on them. Yeah. I mean, I can't anymore until... Worst like, case tomorrow. scenario, yeah. you'll get some remains. Yeah. Well, that's that then. Well, it's certainly uh, a lot further on than we were. It's a fucking start, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. And... Uh, Sorry, that was a lot of stupid yeah, things. I had yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I had major ideas because we had three weeks <laughs> to think about stuff. I hope yeah. I haven't like put us over time too much. No, that's fine. Uh, okay, and we actually have a little bit, uh, I will say, well, if we don't mind taking a little bit more time, uh, we are going to make our way into a delay. That's right, is there anything else you want to do while at sea? I would like to go for a swim under the water while tied to the boat. 
because I'm going to cast Water Breathing every morning on whoever's around. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so me and Jeffrey will have some lovely time under the water. <laughs> Jeffrey freaks out so much. Oh, <laughs> okay, so with that, you actually make it, the uh, you can finish off your journey and in the late evening of the third first shoot, the Hesperidia makes port at the port of delay. You are able to, uh, so bring now, uh, bringing together the, uh, some of what you have, you, you begin, you make arrangements to store the uh, Kraken's Bane in a, uh, uh, in one of the dry dock uh, ports there. I will say that uh, it's this is included amongst the six thousand uh, that you're initially paying down, uh, but they do to to just get it dragged into position to uh, and to rent out the space. Uh, they do charge you a hundred gold uh, just for get just actually. I'll pay that. Yeah, fair. That's fine. No, I, so, I've got that. Count that oh, against the six thousand, but it is just uh, a case of just I storing the place. Uh, so. Do you want me to pay any more of that? You got money. Or... Yeah, I, I do. I, I, I could have. Mm. I'll, I'll do the hundred as a start of my stake. Yeah, appreciate it. It's all right. <laughs> In any case, with the ship now solidly uh, stored away, uh, you prepare to make your way on towards Alassant. Are there any? Uh, quick uh, things you want to do in delay. Well, I want to have a word with Briggs and mm. see what his take on this whole situation is, because I think that it's only fair that um, we at least put to him what our mm. intentions are. Mm. So indeed, yeah. you do make uh, you do make some time, uh, you, you do meet Briggs in his stateroom. Oh! And uh, you, what, what basically to, yeah, what do you lay out to him? Alright. I'll say, look, Briggs, you've been very fair by us, and I want to return the favour. However, I need to make plain uh, what my ultimate intentions for this ship are. I happen okay. to know the um, the shipwright who is responsible for designing this, and mm-hmm. I have at least the beginnings of enough independent wealth to ensure that it is completed. Now... Being as we some. couldn't, being as we couldn't have got this ship without you, and uh, because you have been uh, exceeding kind to us, I would definitely see this as owing you a very large favour. Now, if you would have us go somewhere and. Uh, do so under the flag of the uh, the Scarlet Wind, then so be it. But I do have my own um, ambitions for it, ultimately. Do you mind if I ask what those ambitions ultimately are? Well, I can tell you, for one, that they are in no way contrary to what the Scarlet Wind, any of them, will be doing. Good. Um, if anything, I would uh, describe them as entirely... Uh, friendly and supportive of them although 
you must understand that it has long been my ambition to captain a ship of my own for, well, broadly put, personal reasons, but if I were to say to you that I grew up in Barnacle Point, would that perhaps explain something? I've... I... I have heard about um, what happened at Barnacle Point. That might be a fool's errand, but if, you're, if you can afford your own ship, I'm not going to tell you what to do with it. Now, you've been, like I say, exceeding fair by us, and I don't want to uh, leave you in the lurch, but... If you want to pay, repay that favour, mm-hmm. like I said, you know, we'll, we'll get a bit of paying work. We'll keep on with this uh, contract with the new uh, assembly here, just mm-hmm. doing some coast, uh, some protection of the coast and so on mm. uh, until we're but eventually we're going to be needing to go back to Sunda now I am willing to wait a bit a uh, couple of months if need be for your ship to get uh, ship shape as luck would have it in fact if you are willing to wait that long we have our own business in Sunder. that is fortunate well, in which case it wouldn't hurt us to travel together. Uh, I what agree. I would say then is, if you want to repay my, uh, me that favour, when we get to Sunder, mm. you come and talk to the other, the other uh, Scarlet captains, as it were. Right. What do you reckon they're going to want? There are uh, there are a few different characters, certainly. And they're mostly motivated by uh, the love of liberty and loot. So they'll probably have something they'd want you to do, uh, regardless if you wanted to join them. Uh, and if they do, and if you're not so interested, well, I'm sure there's probably a prize or a mission or something that when we get there. I'll be able, uh, I'll probably need your help with. So we'll I say whatever that is. I've still got a crew to ship, but um, that no, seems no. fair. I'm certainly um, not in any way averse to freeing slaves or such like. I imagine that'll be mostly what it's involved with. So that's my price. You come with me to uh, Sunder. You do a job with me there. Done. Done. Shakes your hand. All right, best of luck with you. And uh, we're going to take care of a bit of... Seems like you don't need uh, ferrying anywhere straight away. We've business in land. All right. Well, I'm going to keep uh, carry on with this uh, patrol work uh, for a bit. Do your message thing. We'll send, send you to me when, you're, uh, when you need it. In the meantime, best of luck with your... Um, complex problems that you seem to always have hmm. good hunting and you anyone else have anything else they want to do other than asking delay? checking if Leah wants to come not really uh, Leah given the if circumstances given where you're planning to go and you, the, the awkwardness that that's resulted in yeah Leah is 
currently still willing to come with you. I'm exceeding grateful because, not to put too fine a point on it, but um, if you were away from us now that um, Olga has the ability to interfere with your life... I'd really, 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 really worry. I know. That's why I'm looking to come with for the moment. All things being well, if... If we are able to do what we intend to do, this should be the last time that you need to come with us. I want For... you to be properly free. Agreed. Everyone... I know you're technically free, but... I get it. Everyone should be free of that woman. All right. Well then. And I, I, you know, if, uh, if Clara is around at all, I will pointedly look in her direction. Indeed, after you guys have left the ship, Clara, who has been hiding aboard the ship because she's a technically a stowaway, yeah. uh, does reveal herself to you. A what? <laughs> a stowaway! <laughs> and, uh, um, what? Uh, and I'd like to buy a really fancy bottle of whiskey and delay if I can find one anyway. You can get a bottle of. Are they strong? Either way, you can get a bottle of the Kenny stuff uh, for, uh, for for a solid, like four. I'll say like a bottle. Yeah, like two gold. Cool. Yeah, it's not it's not as fancy. This isn't a fancy whiskey type of town, but you can get. But strong drink is certainly available. To can I um, actually search for a? Actually, would it be better for me to search for a cellar for all the loot stuff that I have here, or wait till I get to Alessant and sell it directly to Gunter or someone like that? That is up to you. I mean, uh, if you put this to the group, I yeah. Let's talk to Gunter, there's art sellers, there's the big old underground market thingy. This place isn't that big. That's a fair point. It's also, a much bigger town. Yeah, I think we'll just have better luck there, you know? Also, he still has that thing that has sentimental value to him, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, whether that makes him angry with us or makes him like us is yet to be seen, but... I mean, he doesn't seem to be the sort to shoot the messenger. We're just returning to him what seems to be his property. Yeah, fair. But yeah, I think it's worth waiting until a bigger city for that. Yeah. Fair enough. Right. Can't even get a good bottle of fucking whiskey here, you know? It's <laughs> worth mentioning that uh, as a fairly frequented port town, uh, Delay does have its own branch of uh, Golden Craps and Golden Stone, so you can, as it were, send instructions to send money to there rather than having to come back to deliver cash if you sell stuff in Alison and, de- and deposit it at uh, Golden Kratz and Goldenstone there. Thanks to the wonders of banking. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we do have um, a reasonable amount that we can uh, deposit in copper. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I imagine that being a bank, they refuse to deal in fiddling small change. Uh, well, they would deal with it, but you never actually got that out of uh, the vault. That's because true. Because that's okay. two tons of copper. No, I was thinking, okay, yeah, fine. <laughs> which, which you ended the... up going for light stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You could have sold it. You can sell that to a wholesaler if you ever come back and get it. Yeah. Um, uh, you just smelt the... it into ingots. <laughs> Literally yeah. at the tonnage value of copper, which is not inconsiderable. Yeah. Um, it is worth about two grand. There is about two grand's worth of copper in pennies. Mm. <laughs> but it is in pennies. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's a job to come back with a, with a crew to take care of. Okay, so 
with all of your business dealt with in delay, uh, what manner of beast would you like to ride back to Alessant? Um, well, they're not going to be seahorses. Anyone got a preference on horse type? Literally anything other than seahorses is like so good. Could you do maybe a small pony? Mm, sort of. I make a giant small pony. <laughs> It's probably like a Clydesdale pony. <laughs> yeah. Something tall enough for me and Leah to ride would be amazing. It's got the proportions of a big horse, of a little horse, but the size of a big horse. Amazing. Just do two of these okay. Giant Shetlands. Massive Shetlands. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Shire Shetlands. This is weird, but I'll take it. <laughs> As you saddle up on your horrifying just... freaks of nature. For a regular horse, I'd need a stepladder. I can make a stepladder. I make one that's got a stepladder on the side. <laughs> like part of the equipment rather than part of the horse. Okay, so okay. That's okay. All it's, weird. To clarify it's not that. a weirdly fleshy stepladder. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they come with saddles. They do, so they do. So yeah, okay. You you put a stepladder on, you put a little rope ladder, as a stepladder thing onto the side of the of, of the of the giant pony. Reason that's a long way down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, you make your way off uh, along the dusty road towards uh, Alessant. And that is where we will pick up next time. In the meantime, I'll go on get them. All right. <laughs> I can see you glancing over them and we're not going to be in person for a while. As you head off on the dusty road... <laughs> to Alison. And we will pick up <laughs> from there next time. So, for now, however, thank you all very much for playing. Thank you all very much for listening. And farewell from all of us here at Flintlocks and Fireballs, Fair Seas, and Natural Twenties. The battle's done, but all's not won. Let's forge a town, then have some fun. When life tears down your forts of sand, then friends can lend a helping hand. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.